episode 200, nothing to see here. We left no stone unturned in this podcast. I backed off the chaos that is constantly surrounding us by and large for the last 12 months or so and I have had some listeners reach out and say how come you're not talking about it anymore, can you talk about it some more and I thought for episode 200 I'd get the US correspondence for UTC and we'd sit down and unpack everything. If there is a trigger word, we said them. If there is a topic, we tried to cover it. It was a very intense two and a half hours. Because of the subject matter, we're going to go back to Loomis for the start of this one. Interesting that Loomis's song, I think, I think he says in the lyrics, it's from 2004. That is 19 years ago, and we're still talking about and doing the same things. However, it's now accelerated. The following conversation was a lot. It was a lot mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Because in order to truly try and grasp the larger picture that's going on, you must embrace so much chaos that it can be ultimately disturbing. So I apologize to those who get disturbed at the end of this. I'll end this like I ended with that. Love is still the answer, okay? There is some darkness ahead of us, some chaos to navigate. However, in the end, love is still the answer. 200 episodes is a weird thing. I didn't expect to get this far. However, here we are. So thank you to those that have been with us since the start. I know there's some of you out there. Thank you to the new listeners. Just thank you to everybody who's taken the time to listen to this. We're not stopping. We're only moving forward in these times of chaos we must prepare we must be kind we must be cool and we must show discipline look after yourselves enjoy this one or try to enjoy this one thanks very much cheers
Something's about a way to get out. Find a solution, life illusion. Portrayed every day in our face. We do what they say, they use us away. Pollution can take, conducive our brains. We choose to escape, to do what they make. You wear it on your face. I can see the burden on your shoulders heavy. And it's getting unrelenting. You're falling from how hard the world strains you. With stress, it depresses the best. It's just a system that's a hope that puts you in scenarios you never chose. It's not your fault that every known element in your life is in control. Everything but not your soul. So this can be some therapy, some psychedelic clarity. Don't fight between polarities. Go where it will not go. Slide between the barricades. It's nice to be aware of things. It's kind of like some kerosene. Lighten up the world. It's a poisonous system. You didn't invent this prison. So who'd you be when it's all out? Everything you think needs to go now. Defeat the people that hold down. You from beating you blow out. Your brain cloud. Become new and escape now. Take route 86. Escape now. Gotta lay down. Everything you learned. Everything you know. Everything they ever told you. Been the poison from your soul. Bringing it out. Bringing it out. It is about a way to get out. Our minds are polluted. Find a solution. Life illusion. Pertain every day in our base. We do they say. The use is a way. Pollution can take. And do it to our brains. We choose to escape. Do it what they make. Do it what they make. People beyond waking up to the people we need to be. 2004. Beat by Cumulus. It's a shocking eruption of great electrical energy. I feel. I feel. Connected to all living things, to flower, to some special spirit, and even to some great unseen living force. Living force. Welcome back, everyone. Special episode, this one, number 200. And for that, I thought I'd better bring in the UTC US correspondence to have a chat about, well, the list is quite long, boys. Uh, we, we've got a few things to talk about. Uh so welcome, Dan. How are you, mate? I'm doing great, Trev. How you doing, man? Mate, battling on. Moving forward, I think is the term. Moving forward. Uh, yeah. it, the time, the, it is chaotic, but there can be movement in chaos. What about you, Chris? How are you, man? I'm good. Things are, things are improving, I think. Wrong. Like most, you know, in the world and, and personally. So good, good. It's a good spot. That's good, man. That's good. So it's hard to know where to start, boys, in these Orwellian times. Uh, <laughs> oh, look, it, it is unlocking the code, and we have got an obsession. I want to stay. What's the latest on the UAPs? We went from UFOs to balloons in five days. Um, is there anything else that Granddad said about that in the last couple of days that we may not have got down here, down under? Oh yeah, there's great news, Triff. It's all good, man. It was. Uh, they've determined that even though they didn't find the wreckage, that they're completely benign. Benign. Uh, Benign's an interesting were. term yeah. to use. Yeah, yeah, they're but they're benign and they're not worried about it, so they're not going to go find them. Uh, they looked a little bit, you know, that it was hard. It was real hard out there. There's water. They had to take boats over water and looking for oh, that stuff. So, oh right, they had to use boats and stuff. Yeah, right, man. Yeah, it it sounds was, difficult. It was very, very complicated. Yeah, so it doesn't. So, you know, don't no matter. worries. It's yeah, all good. It's all, it's yeah. all good. Right. So we <laughs> sent we sent two F twenty two Raptors. The the most advanced fighter plane on the planet to go and shoot down hobby balloons. Is that supposedly yeah. <laughs> $400,000 missiles? Yeah, that's right. Just oh. and another delayed response by our wonderful air traffic controllers at NORAD who let a balloon supposedly fly overhead for three or four days. Oh, look, the uh, balloon, the balloon is so hilarious. 
Like, did, didn't didn't they say now that they tracked the balloon when it lifted off in China? Wasn't that the, that's the first one? I'm talking about the three yeah, things they said that, UFOs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're claiming they were tracking it the whole way. They knew all along. They were all over it the whole time. Yeah, so, I, I don't know. The whole know. story sinks from top to bottom. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's and I think the reason they're backtracking so quickly on the UFO stuff is that they thought that maybe the you know the UAP ufological community went, oh my god, UFOs. We all went, nah, that's bullshit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and just. Well, I mean, it's it's an example of the distraction. I didn't think they'd pull the UAP card so early, to be perfectly honest, right? So yeah, yeah. But I think that's further evidence that the people are just smelling the bullshit so much quicker. Whereas, oh, you know, I think in the past they had away, enough yeah. trust they might have been able to get away with that angle to some degree. But even the hardcore tinfoil hatters are just laughing. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just, no, Nothing about it makes any sense. If it were any sort of threat, they never would have brought it up. It never would have been a story in the first place. Exactly. That's right. So, exactly. You know, it's just it's just laughable. It's just all not. I'm pa- I'm giving this one to you, Triff. I think uh, I heard you say on your last uh, your last podcast you did on that Facebook Live. Yeah. Uh, last episode. Uh, you know, I think you said it best, man. Which is, I mean, what a perfect distraction, a balloon. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, oh, look, there's a balloon. I mean, take um, us right back to our toddler times. Yeah, that's know? right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you get, get the shiny iPhone? Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. There's think, probably a psychological uh, sort of angle there as well. Too. Oh, there is. There is. You know, yeah. Look, wait. Right. Like, like Dan just said, would you know? The, I remember the story from my childhood. Apparently, I wouldn't stop crying or whinging, and Mum and Dad bought me a silver balloon and tied it to the pram, and I was quiet the rest of the day. Just accelerate <laughs> that. And now, you know, oh, it's totally not shoot it down. No, no, I didn't shoot it down. <laughs> why did they you use a lot of sidewinder missiles? Did, trip? Yeah, why did they use a missile for a balloon, by the way? Was that just like show? Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you just give it a quick squirt with a machine gun? I mean, I just don't. Yeah, and they have them too, which it, the whole yeah, thing exactly. is. Yeah, they say the F 22's got a cannon in the front of it, man. Just, and it's done. We don't need to. And where did that missile go, right? You just put a it missile through up. a balloon. It traveled well, for how long? Right, where? Well, they missed and it. They missed yeah, it. The one missed. Yeah, the first one missed. the first one missed. They don't even one. know where the first one landed. They just shot a missile at a balloon. They don't know what happened to it. So hopefully that was all good. Oh. And this but you know, I'm, Triff, I just gotta say, Triff, I'm, I, you know, you said something else in that podcast that I've been thinking so, so hard the whole time, which is if you're gonna, I mean, okay, if if you don't know what these things are, right. Which is what the whole messaging was when it came out. It's like, we don't know what it was. We We shot it down because we're being all over this now. And, you know, we're back in control. Um, So, you know, this was potentially a UFO and, uh, and you guys just decided to go in like guns blazing and try to shoot these things down. Like that seems like if that, that's another reason why this whole story is nonsense, because that would be a crazy decision to make. You know, I mean, unless you knew for fact that it wasn't any type of, you know, advanced technology of any kind, mm. that would be one thing. But every, all they've said is that they don't know anything. You know, that's all. Yeah, we've nobody heard. knows anything. Yeah, yeah, nobody right. knows anything. And then terms like benign. And- benign and, 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 and using the term UFO instead of UAP, which because they changed the term from yeah. UFO to UAP, yeah. using that terminology. The wording is very fascinating. And, the, and, 
Yeah, as if they're not tracking them, right? I mean, you know, I think it was Anthony said that NORAD upgraded their radar and that's what's given them the ability to see the these anomalies, right? But we yeah, all they know. They said they calibrated it. So yeah. they just, all they had to do was recalibrate it. And now yeah. suddenly, it's very we easy to see, see these things we that we couldn't everything. see before. Yeah, that's right. What and the fuck? <laughs> just, man, look, I think that the whole point that they pulled the UAP card is, or the UFO card, it does smell of desperation because whilst the word is chaos boys, right? Like I think I said to, and I put in the chat, you know, I remember Heath Ledger's Batman, right? I mean, you know, what a character, but he's like, he remember he sets everything up and he's, then he's like, and here we go. And then bang, you know what I mean? Everything starts blowing up. And I think that's what's happening, but people are in such disbelief over so many different things that, they don't have the control. They they they're losing control of the general population because it's quite clear to those with anyone with eyes that a lot of it's it's obviously designed to create chaos. I mean, how are we mm-hmm. not talking about egg factories burning down, right? Um, right? How are we not talking about the Ohio train disaster? How did six trains come off the rails in a week, right? I mean, we've been we we've been using trains for a little while. You know what I mean? Like they don't generally. You know, every now and again, a train comes off the track, right? That's okay. But six in a week and no news coverage of really any of them, right? I mean, and that's just in the US alone. New Zealand is currently underwater suffering earthquakes, Mm -hmm. right? Dead set, right? We've got friends in New Zealand that are in deep trouble, you know? Um, You know, but hang on a minute. Let me go to uh, Australia's, Australia's leading news site. Uh, what's the top story? Let's have a look here. On the yeah, blacklist, heap about New Zealand over here. Exactly on the blacklist, China's move against Australia in the trade law. Oh, hang on a minute! Conspiracy theorists, disturbing detail in freedom protest. Uh, oh, someone's supporting the Russian invasion, and um, but they're using words like freedom protest. So if you if you love freedom in Australia, you that's evil. By the way, now, um, yeah. if you want to think yeah, freely. If you want to think freely, you want to be a free thinker in Australia, that's also looked down upon. Um, yeah, it's uh, Insta destroys Aussie business inside Coogee sex worker killing. So literally there is so many things like, and they're looking down the list here. Nothing, nothing, nothing about any of the stuff that we're talking about now. Um, and that's a marker of the times, right? That is the mainstream news site for Australia, news.com.au. Okay. Hmm. Um, you go to any of the MSN9.com, it's all distraction stories, right? Um, I mean, where do you want to start, boys? We'll leave the UAPs alone. I think, I think, as you say, I, I, I said most of what I wanted to say in the episode the other day. However, I'll reiterate that look, it, it smells, it smells terribly, right? Uh, yeah. And it'll be, they, they backtrack. I think they were going to use it for something and they backtrack so quickly. Oh no, we just sent yeah. uh, we just sent advanced fighters out to shoot out down hobby balloons. Um and did you see all the stuff swirling around it? So I don't know if you were paying attention or if you caught this in Australia or not, but um, you know, first of all, there's the there's the there's been a lot of talk about UAPs in Ukraine. Mm. So supposedly they've been seeing them like crazy there, mm-hmm. and lots of independent news reporting coming out about that. And then yeah. now you've got this whole thing with moldovia right so moldovia has decided they don't want to be the next ukraine because supposedly there was a plan that putin was going to try to overthrow the government there 
So yeah. that was the first story that came out, you know, like in the beginning of last week. And then suddenly they were talking about UAPs over, over their territory. Right. So it was like, they were trying to create almost this hysteria of like, what are these balloons in the sky and who are sending them? Yeah. And I suspect the whole point of this was to take the, the real balloon that they probably shot down from China yeah. and then tie it to all these other things and have people start tripping about this because mm -hmm. this case they're trying to build against the Chinese and the Russians, like this can be some casual war we can go. Absolutely, have. they want they want they want their third world terrifying. war, right? Absolutely, they, they absolutely do. They they want their war, and that's that's the scary thing. But on the flip side of that, boys, if we talk about the UAP sightings, they've gone up. Like I've got there's some been some genuine stuff down under here that, like I'm pretty critical, right? I don't as much as I want it all to be UFOs. I'm I'm pretty critical. Uh, however, there's been I reckon a good dozen sightings in the last sort of six, 12 months up and down the East coast of Australia that I would say were genuinely something. Um, yeah. And these things have been seen for years and years and years. So it's like, did they, is it, is it our own drone technology? I, I don't know. I, I could, I could believe that, right. These Tic Tacs and these things that are being seen. Because I mean, some of this, but the other side of this is some of this stuff's been seen since World War Two. They've described Tic Tacs yeah. when they were flying Spitfires. You know what I mean? Um, and like one of the balloons they shot down that went over Lake Huron, uh, that's a pretty notorious uh, Michigan, and gets as it traditionally historically had a lot of UAP sightings for years. Yeah, but and it's, years the lakes, it's the lakes, man. It's the yep. lakes. It's the lakes, man. Right? Yeah. We, you know, as crazy as it is, what's going on under the water? We don't really know. Okay, that that's the reality. The lakes in Michigan, the the Great Lakes, and all those Finger Lakes, all that sort of stuff, they are impossibly deep, right? Mm -hmm. And we don't even know the cave complexes that are underneath them. What's under the water? Because that's where all these things are sighted. So, and this is the thing. I think there's a whilst yes, they want to use it as their rhetoric to pull the China Russia stuff. They're also discounting all the interest in UAPs. Oh, it's just balloons now, right? And yeah. that, but that's also going on as well. There is stuff. I mean, that was the surprise to me. I, why all of a sudden do they go offensive um, on these things? Yeah. Um, well, they they are they are doing something pretty smart though, right? So they're throwing some things into the lexicon that are going to be real easy for us to all reference now moving forward. Which is exactly balloons, you know, benign benign objects. Uh, you know, they can have strange appearances. Some of them were just yeah, they're just benign. Don't worry about the pilots that. saying they looked like the Tic Tacs, the cylinders yeah. that were the size of a VW bus yep. or a VW bug. And now they're saying that, uh, you know, they're, they're, all they're, they're just, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, all right, it's just a, such a strange muddied story. And I think, mm. I think that's exactly what it's meant to do. Right. It's just muddy, um, muddy, the topic, muddy, the conversation. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so, yeah, we all know that the fact that CNN's running it and talking about it, <laughs> all their important <laughs> stuff going on, um, you know, that's their story. I think it's pretty obvious. Mm. What's going on. But yeah, it's, but as as I said, the flip side of it is too. Did they just shoot down? Let's pretend for a second it's not drone technology, psyop, false flag stuff, yeah. right? Which I I think it is. I suspect if, too. Yeah. If it's, yeah. If it's not, we literally just shot down two different types of extraterrestrial aircraft or ultra terrestrial aircraft, and we just started a war with interdimensional beings. Maybe. You know what I, mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's the case, but. You know, we gotta yeah, we gotta always look at all sides, yeah. They want the their war. Thing. They want get their it war. one way or another. They want their war, don't they? Um, but you know, it's like as we start debating all these distractions, um, 
the one thing the one thing that's just glaringly standing out to me is you know the great respected american journalist seymour hirsch i mean this cat is this guy's a legend in america i mean the you go to his wikipedia page and read through his resume i mean this guy has made a career out of exposing the government for the fucking dirty shit that they do i mean this guy yeah. is He's he's the guy who busted open the Watergate scandal. He's won Pulitzer prizes. I, mean, I, I know who the, he is, the, mate. I know who he is. Not, I know you know what I'm about. saying. Yeah. So he Seymour decides that it's time for him to move over to the Substack. You know, like all the other journalists that we care about. Yeah. And his first, uh, you know, first report that he put out is a very detailed report on the fact that, and you know, he he now given he doesn't quote his sources. I mean, he he quotes the sources, but he doesn't expose the sources, right? Because he's a good journalist. He's not yeah. going to expose his sources. But we don't, you don't does, get any more sources, mate, if you expose your exactly, sources. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And 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 what he did was he laid out a beautiful article full of very very intricate detail that explained exactly how we went about blowing up the Nord Stream two pipeline. Yes, yes. I that, mean, it, good. I wanted to start there. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, this, this is a fantastic article. He just did a great job with it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he proved uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt what we all suspected. And the mm -hmm. only thing that made sense in the Nord Stream situation, which is that America blew it up. Yeah. And then we had balloons flying all over the place and chaos everywhere. Yeah. Right. And Look, that, we... in my mind, is the biggest is the biggest story oh, of yeah. the decade. Absolutely. That absolutely. is absolutely blockbuster. That is. I mean, that's literally an act of state terrorism directed at a nuclear fucking nation. Yeah, yeah. And one of our power. own supposed allies. Yeah, yeah. They, that they is like unprecedented shit. Yeah, they cut off. They're cutting off the gas supply to Europe, and Europe had a pretty yep. hard winter, and yep. their winter was made harder because they blew up the Nord Stream. Like in any other time, that would be an act of war, as you say, Absolutely. act of terrorism, Absolutely. act of war. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, how does if you, how do you react to that? I mean, America, well, imagine if it was the other way around. Someone blew up the, one of the main oh, gas lines into America. Could you imagine the reaction? Who's oh our shit? Right. But I think that this highlights something extremely important that most people don't seem to quite grasp is that like Germany and Europe are not our allies. They are vassal states. Yes. And Germany in particular, is it's a colony. It's an mm. American colony. They've got like mm. 35,000 U.S. troops on their soil so you know the united states acting that impulsively to blow that thing up um just reinforces the fact that we still we don't have allies like we're still ruling with the stick and there's no more caring you know it's um you know That's bullying problem, everyone right? in the world as if this is still like a unipolar world order and all that's going to do is bring about the opposite of that in a fucking hurry mm-hmm Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, they're crazy. Absolutely look, crazy. it's crazy, right? I mean, I suppose, yeah. But even when that Nord Stream thing came out, I don't know. I think we were bouncing around stuff on the in the in the group that we we created. It's like that's a Navy SEAL operation. Like it's out of the textbook. You know what I mean? Like it's not exactly. There's only one group of special forces on the planet that is specialized enough to do that as quickly and as quietly as that happened, and everybody knows who they are. And there's only one nation that that benefits, and that's us yeah. trying to keep Germany out of Russia's sphere of influence, essentially. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And interesting. So how that's not a bigger story, you know, that again, it's just another scathing indictment of modern journalism. Like, mm -hmm. what an absolute fucking failure on every yeah. level. 
And we're not talking about like rogue journalists bringing this story up. Like, you know, we're not even talking about like, you know, Matt Taibbi, who's fantastic. You know, he's getting labeled uh, controversial now. So it's not even somebody like that. We're talking, this is Seymour Hirsch. This is the, this is the guy who's proven again and again that he's got journalistic integrity. Mm-hmm. And, he, you know, he lays this out in his first stub stack because he knows what he's doing. And mm-hmm. the fact that it just, I mean, blackout, nothing. There's been no talk about it. Nobody around me is aware of this, that it happened. Nobody knows that we bombed uh, a gas pipeline that belonged to a, a nuclear <laughs> a nuclear foe. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's absolutely crazy. But Seymour but lays only, out. That- but not only that, too. I mean, that blowing that pipeline affected the Irish. It affected so many countries. Oh, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Right. I saw a, I did, I don't know what I might have sent it over Insta or something. It was that, that Irish lady's like, how are they not, how are we not, how is there not a formal investigation into who blew up our main gas pipeline? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think, well, Chris put it there before, right? With the, there's the world order. Okay. You know, and I think there is, I think there is, I don't even know that the U S obviously is a, is also is, is a, I mean, how we sort of function of the world order and maybe a main function due to the power and sphere of influence that it's gained over the last hundred years. However, it's not just, you know, they're pulling these strings in multiple countries and it's, 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 it's scary stuff, boys, right? There is hope, but the chaos, I mean, how are we not talking about as well? One of the biggest environmental disasters in the world currently going on in your country. Uh, And no one cares. We could also you you mentioned Taibbi. What else isn't getting any airplay? The Twitter files. Twitter files. Oh, as soon as they were going to start reporting on the COVID stuff, mm-hmm. that shit vanished. That shit got buried. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, let's stick with war uh, before we move on to the, maybe the Twitter files and COVID stuff. Oh man, it's it's let's let's be very very clear because it's we can't get kicked off for saying it now because it's now mainstream. The war in the Ukraine started in 2014, and yeah, it was started by who? It was not started. United States. The United States started the war. We and, started training and funding mm-hmm. Ukraine militias. Ukraine and they started bombing the Crimea. The Ukrainians started bombing the Crimean region. Uh, the Russians in the Crimean region, uh, because the NATO agreed to give the Crimea, well, the people of Crimea, the choice to choose. And then they basically forced their hand. Now, as we all now know, when COVID, basically, COVID was crumbling, right? And it was pretty clear that it was all bullshit. Within, remember that? Like, it was three days. Get vaccinated, mm-hmm. get vaccinated, get vaccinated. Oh, hang on a minute. It's all bullshit. Let's go to war, right? The, those overnight. Mistakes, it was overnight. overnight. It was yeah. it's unbelievable. Yeah, it was overnight. The, the, yeah. the, 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 the narrative changed, Okay. Now, look, the, the Ukraine stuff is interesting, and I'm, I'm interested in your thoughts on it. But my current thoughts on it is, you know, let's think about the Nord Stream, what we just talked because this plays into it, okay? Mm. Oh, let's, yeah, think, let's think about the, the, the international pressure on Russia, right? But also, Russian conflicts, like I'm a student of history, right? And I do love my war history. Mm-hmm. Every first year of a Russian conflict, they suck, right? Yeah. They lose a heap. They make a heap of bad moves. And that goes back. That's not just World War One and World War Two. That's every Russian war pretty much as far as, you know, we've got history on. But then they get their shit together, okay? Putin has not really tried in the Ukraine. Let's be totally brutally honest, okay? He could send up 
20 TU-6 bombers and just carpet bomb that entire area if he chose to do that. Okay? That's the reality. However, on the flip side of that, what is it? Over $100 billion from the US alone has been sent to the Ukraine. And let's not forget with the Ukraine that in 2014 and in the past, the corruption, the everything, right? I mean, what about the uh, the biological war uh, factories that were in the Ukraine? All the biolabs. The biolabs that they that didn't exist but do exist but don't exist but do exist, right? I mean, it feels like Ukraine is like the main global cutout for the U.S. deep state. Whereas seems to be that way, doesn't you know, it? We're seems essentially to be that using way. it as a money, you know, as a as a money laundering machine. You talk about and... FTX. How much money went to the Ukraine through FTX and you know, uh, the, the, the the Democratic uh, Party? Uh, not only that, but just all the weapons that are being delivered over there, and then bales of U.S. cash, just like Iraq, that are mm-hmm. completely unaccounted for. You know, Ukraine's got a a medieval banking system, so there are no receipts for where any of that shit is going. And I mm-hmm. I guarantee those arms are being sold everywhere around the world to every other conflict that's going on. I mean, it's it's so blatant. And the coverage, what's always mystified me about the Ukraine war is the absolute lack of mainstream news coverage. Hmm. I mean, you know, 20, 20 years ago in Iraq, we've got, we've got soldiers embedded on the ground. We're seeing film daily. Mm -hmm. I don't see shit about Ukraine. Well, we hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. We used to see it when the Ukraine were winning. Okay. Mm. Well, there's that. So I wonder, and you know, if you if some of these um, uh, uh, Saga and Car, uh, Saga and what's her name, and Crystal, there's a few yeah. Crystal and Saga, and they they did some good work a little while ago, and they're saying that hang on a minute, the reason we're not hearing about it is because, like I said, it's the end of the winter in Europe now. Yeah, I imagine that the Russians are, are ready to go now. Uh, yeah, and I think well, they might and- be winning. You know, to to go back to what you were saying about Russian history, Triff, that, you know, let's be clear, too, because <laughs> I am also uh, fun. You know, history is a big love of mine. Um, but uh, their their strategy has always been the same, like you said, you know, hmm. they, they go in it a certain way. They have that rough first year. And then their method is always the same, man. They throw bodies at it. Yeah. And they throw a lot. They'll throw Russians all day at this problem until it War goes of attrition, away. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so, I mean, the talk now about the second draft is coming and, you know, this is a really interesting time. I mean, when you go back to that and look at that Ukrainian history and we go back to 2014, I mean, I don't know if you remember the videos, you know, on the news of the tanks rolling in the streets of Ukraine when we orchestrated another CIA, you know, uh, overthrow of a government. No, 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 exactly. CIA led overthrow of a government to insert the new leader and he didn't do a good enough job. Yeah. Putin acted. He went into the, you know, the friendly area of, and now I'm not a Putin defender. So no, no, no. Don't get mad at me, but no. let's talk about global politics in a real way. And yeah, this know, is the so thing when, we're, we're being straight about this. Yeah, okay. Putin, let, let me, yeah. let's, Putin is the gangster and or gangsters, man. Okay. Look, let's be yeah. serious yeah. about that. However, let's also no, be I'm honest about the it. fact. No, no, no. But let's also yeah. be honest about yeah. the fact that we stirred him up. You know what I mean? You can't keep poking a bear yeah. and not yeah. expect it to attack you. Uh, well, I, to Putin's credit, he has always been, when speaking with global audiences, incredibly straightforward about Absolutely has been. what his goals are. Yeah. And, you know, NATO's, again, overstepping our bounds. You know, we're, we're violating treaties. We're um, we, essentially we crossing the red line that Putin early on declared, you crossed this and I'm going, I have no yeah. choice to respond. 
and, and, he, and he did he did know, give several warnings as well, right? If you keep absolutely. pushing, and that's not we will have any, to any sort of defense. Obviously, no. none of us want any of that conflict to no happen. No one wants World War Three, man. No one wants World War Three. Yeah. We got to be honest about the the discussion let's, that we're having. Let's deal in reality here, not in yeah. fantasy, and just you know trash this guy. The guy is acting logically in defense of his country. Mm-hmm. Period. And, yeah. And, you know, the the other part that I can't help but notice here is uh, he's the only one calling for talks. So, I, you know, I think yeah. his plan was very clear all along, which was, all right, you violated the treaties that we had in place of pushing NATO up against our borders. Mm. So we're going to take Donbass. And now the Donbass region was was uh, actually very Russian sympathetic. And they wanted to be Russian. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. wasn't very hard for him to do. So it was a natural play in the situation. Um, and then when he kind of saw what was coming here, uh, which is, you know, it was all, I think he saw pretty clear that we were just going to be moving Ukraine into NATO pretty quickly. Mm. He acted and he now again, not defending him, but again, you know, here you've, you've pushed a global player who's very powerful into a corner and now he's reacted. Uh, he made a pretty smooth move, I think about that. And then his plan was simple. It was to, uh, cause a big stir and then get everybody to acknowledge the fact that America broke these treaties and then probably hold in Donbass because it had voted itself independent of Ukraine. That's right. He, he, he probably would have stopped at wherever the Crimean border was and said, okay, that's cool. Yeah. It wasn't good. I'm not proud of him for it, but you know, he did this and then he said, okay, let's talk. And Mm. Ukrainians by our instruction clearly has said, no, we're not talking. This isn't an option. Yeah. yeah, There's no quarter being given. Yeah. Did you see what Biden did today? He just, he just, uh, he not only we're going, so America committed today to not only be purchasing and sending them weapons or sending them weapons, let's be honest. Um, but he also said we're going to start taking care of their social services and their infrastructure and everything else. And then all these corporations are swirling around right now. Black Rock's out there talking about rebuilding Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Out of the we'll, kindness we'll of say, their we'll, hearts, of yeah, course. We'll sell you the bombs to blow, to blow it up, and then we'll fix it for you. Sorry, boys, but, is, but isn't the, the country of America descending into a third world country? Like, shouldn't we be look? Shouldn't you be looking after your own people first instead of sending a hundred billion dollars? I mean. I don't know. You guys are over there. I mean, I know it's, it's, it's very, it's, it's real hard because they've done such a good job of uh, keeping poverty in areas. So when you're not in those areas, you look around and everything feels like a first world country. But you know, when you go to those areas, you realize that the services aren't there. They're not interested in boosting those areas, but what they are interested in is controlling the world. And, and what you were saying before too, about, you know, about the NWO trip is the reality is America is the hammer. And that's yeah. what, that's what, that's what they're doing for the, for, for the, for the global elite power structure right now is we're the ones who in the, in our right hand with the hammer, just go around smashing shit. And nobody seems it. What's, what's amazing to me as an American <laughs> is no, nobody seems to have a problem with any of this. Like, in, you know, like I would, I would imagine the rest of the world would be boiling over with fury as to how we go around and behave and act and with, mm. and we don't seem to care or even hide it very well anymore. I mean, we're just blowing no. up pipelines. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And and nobody has, you know, nobody has a problem with it. So it's yeah, sen- know, sending a sent to sending offensive weapons to a country who's fighting one of the biggest nuclear powers in the globe. No one cares. Yeah, and this guy's well, running. Two Zelensky's running around. Uh, not only is he is he is he he's demanding 
fighters from us. He's demanding weapons. I mean, the, the guy's whole act is just absolutely insane. So he is a stand up fucking comedian, boys. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That is the reality. Well, okay. The most amazing thing to me has been watching what used to be a supposedly progressive anti war left is now completely on oh, board is unreal, cheering on like yeah. nuclear armageddon yeah you know the yeah. people that 20 years ago were anti-iraq war anti-intervention um you know now we're flying ukraine bios in their in their social media uh bios and 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 cheering on fucking mutually assured destruction it's fucking insanity yeah i think yeah. i saw it the, the i think the left the left, as you guys understand, it, I think there was a meme. It was like this dude who was in a mask, and it's like my mask protects me from, uh, my mask protects Ukrainian pregnant men from climate change. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, the mask over here, Triff, is the is the anti MAGA hat. So you know, you've got the MAGA hats for the Trumpers, and you've got the masks for the uh, the yeah. Democrats. Die, oh man, you know I, I, mean? I we, we see they tried down here, and this is the thing, man, like. What you got to understand, boys, is that the, the the play for control is is very much here down under as well. Like through our governments, I mean, yeah. uh, our prime minister met with Bill Gates for four hours the other day, and he won't release the minutes of that meeting. Um, you know, uh, he's been he got flown in a private jet to an island to have a meeting with some other people. It's like we know what's going on. Right. So they had, so just so you understand, as far as there's like four or five senators that are really pushing against the government with the COVID stuff and all this sort of thing. Right. Um, and one of them, he, uh, Alex Antic, he's a South Australian. I like him. I wish, I wish he could be prime minister, to be honest. There's a couple of these senators. I, w- I wish they'd get together and create their own party because I think half, most of the country would vote for them. Um, but he put a bill into the parliament down here to basically, you must reveal. Who's being paid? Who are you being paid for? Do you have alliances with the WEF or the WHO or any of these these elite groups? And so the Labor Party is essentially our left, right? If you want to try and understand it, right? Whereas the Liberals are, are your right. That's pretty much right. Um, so same thing. The Greens, the Greens are like the environmentalists. So it's the Greens and the Labors. So that's the lefties are in charge down here as well. And they unanimously voted no to let them know which secret government organizations they're a part of. Right. They just said, no, no, we're not doing that because everybody's being paid. Okay. Like we, we already know that a percentage of our parliamentary people are, what do they say? The global young leaders of the, uh, the WEF, you know what I mean? Um, They've infiltrated. Seemed to the, this global cabal has infiltrated every level of parliament. Or not just in not in the US, but I think globally, boys. I think globally. I think what happened during COVID is that those of us with awareness who held the line, um, and we were right, by the way. Like I love it how they say conspiracy theorists. We're oracles, boys. We're oracles, man. We we we, we got everything right. We can't say that we got everything right, but we did, right? Um. You know, no, we can this, we can say it. Yeah, it's okay. We yeah, we can we say, can say we it. Can we say absolutely it. got it right uh, because we smelled the shit like a fart in a car. Exactly. Okay. Like yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I think April twenty twenty, I smelled the shit. You know what I mean? And I, I never jumped on board. Um, but the awareness, we didn't realize how deep the rabbit hole went, did we, boys? I think. Um, and you know, the the root of all evil is behind this in one on one side, right? Which is which is the money. Um, mm-hmm. 
Well, we already talked about the money that's been given to the Ukraine. Uh, what about the? Apparently, the WEF has a five billion dollar slush fund, something like that, right? Uh, which comes from all the other global corporations. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know about you boys, but everything up, everything down here is up about forty to fifty percent, like general household goods, fuel, everything else like yeah. that. Um, yeah, it's the same thing here. It might not be the same yeah. percentage. But it's higher. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's whatever it is. Is the percentage that's going on. Um, and look, we're we're all we're all middle class men, right? And I don't know, you know, it's, it's getting to the point where things are tight. Like, there's no extras. You know what I mean? You're not getting any extras anymore. Um, and if you remember, oh, I was trying to. I've been trying to find it because of the last three years. There's so many Telegram groups and messages. You know what I mean? Like it's been chaos. But remember, there was a list of like what comes next, right? So it was like pandemic. I'm trying to remember. It's like, and it was the we've actually gone through the list. We're about a number yeah. step four or five now. I mean, it was right. pandemic, uh, financial collapse or war, uh, financial strain. I can't remember the rest of them, but there was a there was cyber a cyber attack. Cyber attack was on the list as well. Um, and then there's another worse pandemic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, um, I don't know about. I don't know about Dan up there, boys, but down here they every week on news.com they try a different virus. Like this week it was the Marburg virus again, which I mean they've yeah, tried yeah, that's the thing they're talking about. Well, they've tried that three times already. I mean, people have got such short memories, you know, like um and I think boys, maybe the just the Orwellian nature of what's going on at the moment as well. I mean, I had the one of the biggest laughs. It's like the WEF actually spent money on a campaign to try and convince people that they didn't tell everyone they had to eat bugs, which they did tell them. Yeah. Right. Not only <laughs> did they video, tell it, that video yeah. is really hard to find now. Yeah. 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 They, they've scrubbed it from the internet, but they did. Okay. Yeah. Also yeah. just for everybody's memory, when they said eat bugs, about 20 food factories around the world burnt down almost yeah. simultaneously. Right. Yep. But there's nothing on you. probably wouldn't be able to find that either. Right. Uh, Fires happen, Triffin. What can you Yeah, say? they do, man. Like egg factories to catch fire, man. All the, the last, what, all the time, man. <laughs> if it's not trains, it's oh. egg factories. Yeah, if it's not trains, right. it's egg I factories. Mean, oh, and the avian flu, too, is spreading. And so we've got to cull millions of chickens. At the oh, same yeah. time, we're facing yeah. supply chain disruptions yeah. and food shortages. But no, no, I've got an answer. I've, I've, I have the solution for you, Chris. We have an mRNA vaccine that we're going to give the chickens, right? <laughs> Oh, I, I can't see what could possibly go wrong with that trip. Yeah. Because we because we also can't talk about the died suddenly club either, right? People just drop dead, man. That's what happens these well, days. Well, right? they're also talking about vac the the mRNA vaccines that self propagate. So yeah. Yeah. you don't have to vaccinate everyone; you just vaccinate a few people, and then it naturally spreads, just like a virus. Oh, another another plant. virus, another virus that they didn't make in a lab. I mean. <laughs> Yeah. And, and I mean, other and, and not just people that didn't believe in the COVID narrative, but I'm reading articles are coming out every day about how, you know, these mRNA vaccines are essentially, uh, you know, Chris, you could probably speak to this a little bit better than me because you are a lot clearer on the science than me. But the, the spike proteins are not going away. No. They're permanently no. staying no. in the system. So they're inscribing themselves in people's DNA. It's what they're doing so bananas. It, it is absolutely insane and you know we hear all this talk of long covid you know that's mostly fucking bullshit long covid is vaccine injury and these yeah, spike the only people the only people that are experiencing long covid is who 
those that are two or three jabs deep, four jabs deep. That's the only yeah. people. And, and it's a combination deep. of people who were who were vaccinated and who got COVID because, mm-hmm. again, there are you know the. The, the people's immune systems are so scrambled right now that they're responding to every little slide. And then you're seeing, like you said, sudden death. We're seeing an uptick in, in really super aggressive cancers that are coming out of nowhere yeah. or, or cancer remission cases that yeah. are amped up. And suddenly these oncologists are seeing. Yeah, su- what do they call them? Super, I heard it, a term super cancer or something like that. There's, there's a term they're using for it. Where it's like all of a sudden it's like stage four cancer mm. with no previous evidence of any mm-hmm. of, of any sickness or any illness. So um, I know we I know we can't talk about the died suddenly club, but I've got two peripheral on my in my circle, two so far. Right, yeah. wow. two so far. Um, I have one, one I have guys, a, I have like three or, three or four in my extend like extended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nobody I mean. close. In, in, but... in the outside circles, two so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And one of the forties healthy people. Uh-huh. And waking up dead uh-huh. overnight yeah. heart attack cardiac arrest mm-hmm. yeah yeah my mother-in-law uh who is a, a you know a democrat or die and you know i mean we've had a lot of heated debates over the holidays over the years um you know she really blasted me for not getting uh not getting vaccinated and i had to take the trumper uh oh, yeah, you know yeah. the trumper insult <laughs> again again and you know she was i think four jabs deep and um over the holidays and uh, she went and got another one uh, for her fourth and two days later she was in the hospital with heart problems Mm -hmm. and uh, no acknowledgement from anyone in the medical teams there that it could have had something to do with this booster shot that she had just received hours before Mm -hmm. uh, this, you know, this heart problem occurred to where it was a minor stroke. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, I mean, come on, we have to be honest. And and the, the thing that's killing me now is all these articles that are coming out. I think uh, your our boy Grub uh, on Twitter, who's a great follow for anyone who's not yeah, following. Yeah, Grub's good, man. He's um, good. Yeah, dude. He threw up an article today, and it's one of many that I've seen. And this article he put up was blaming uh, multivitamins uh, for all sorts of deaths. Yes. So he was trying to claim yeah. that there was some underground vitamins or something yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're saying, they're well, climbing. Uh, because they're trying climate yeah, they're, change. Yeah, yeah. they're trying to justify all the deaths. Yeah, gas stoves, gas stoves, yeah. eggs kill you yeah. too, man. Uh, yeah. Gas stoves, eggs. I heard um, a, a fright. If you get scared, you might. So don't watch, oh. don't watch horror movies. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and the thing is too, for anyone that's paying any sort of attention, quite clearly it's bullshit. Okay, the the these, it's hard not to say that COVID now, right, was a psychological operation, and its main goal was to put this poison into as much of the population as they could for whatever reason. I mean, right. uh, yeah, again, let's let, let, and then they, and they succeeded, right? I mean, let's have a frank, I'm, I was in logistics boys for a long time in manufacture. Where did they get 6 billion vaccines from? Where did the plastic come from? Where did the needles come from? Where did the water come from? Where did the, you know what I mean? This is pre-planned and it's been pre-planned for a, a percentage of time and they succeeded i mean you know there's that um so what's i can't remember there was that the 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 documentary on rumble um with the 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 stuff being found from embalmers in people's oh like the the amyloid fibers yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a bit of that a bit of that was i know we had a conversation about that and a bit of it was debunked but overall that's actually what's being found okay yeah so so that that aspect of it was correct yeah, yeah, yeah so my mate uh, we weren't part of the uh, like uh, the unvaxed uh, Facebook groups or something like that. I can't remember which one it was, but 
because we'd been hearing a lot about mortuaries and stuff like that and that there's more bodies running through mortuaries, uh, a good friend of mine put a post up and he's like, is there any truth to this stuff? Because obviously the amount of disinformation that's being inserted into the narrative is also not zero uh, in order to distract us. I mean, cue the UFO balloons, you know what I mean? Um, and basically he put, you know, is there any truth to this? I think there was 374 comments, uh, a percentage of them mortuary workers or funeral parlor owners in Australia, and they are stacking and racking them, man, right? They're hiring fridge freezer trucks to stack and rack these bodies. And it's, you know, you're waiting two weeks for a funeral, three weeks for a funeral now, right? Well, excess deaths all over the world are up anywhere between 15 and 40%. Yeah. And it's not just like old vulnerable people dying. It's young men. It's, yep. you know, the age groups, you know, it's like, I think it was 18 to 45 year old yep. men has seen the biggest uptick in excess death. And mm-hmm. I mean, this is the only logical yeah. source of that. But don't forget in 2021, if a 90 year old died with COVID, not from COVID, with COVID, the lockdown had to continue. Right. But now countless thousands I mean, globally, would be hundreds of thousands of people are dying more every month, month on month, have been since about April twenty, about April twenty twenty one when they rolled out something or other. I don't know what it was. However, that's another Orwellian thing, right? It's like it's happening in front of us. Okay, I mean, even on a local uh, visual standpoint, I'm in sort of a country town far west of Brisbane, right, and. We've got three or four old country cemeteries, okay? There is fresh plots there nearly every week, right? Now, there's a little excavator that basically lives at one of the cemeteries. So even from a visual standpoint, it's happening, okay? Um, I was trying to think, a friend of ours, their kid broke their collarbone, like had a pretty nasty accident, uh, rang an ambulance and was told that the ambulance is being reserved for uh, heart attacks and um, old people. So you can't actually get an ambulance. Perfect. Right? That's great. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, and if you look like awesome. if you look at the studies being rolled out to to disprove all of this stuff, um, you know, there is a very coordinated and well funded effort to bury this. Absolutely. You know, I'm seeing all kinds of, of studies, um, many of which coming from, you know, funding from the Gates Foundation, of course, the World Absolutely. Health Organization usual yeah. suspects yeah, um, but the way that this data is being tortured that it's almost impossible to prove anything with actual data because so much of the data out there has been so fudged with these mm-hmm. awful methodologies where mm-hmm. you you know you're considered you know partially vaccinated if you've had two shots but not a booster or if it's two weeks in you know before two weeks after your second booster you're not considered fully vaccinated. And so they, they're, they're mixing up these definitions and terms and stuff and then lumping various groups in with another to bury, you know, what's, what's obviously happening in front of us. Yeah. And, and um, didn't they, so, didn't they, during the UAP UFO balloon saga, put the mRNA vaccine on the childhood register? Didn't that happen in the last week? That happened in the United States, yes. And the explanation yeah. given by Rochelle Walensky, head of the CDC, was that, well, this is just to ensure that poor children who don't have access to medical care can get a COVID vaccine if they want it. But the real reason is because, again, once a once a vaccine goes on the childhood recommended schedule, the pharmaceutical industry has no liability. 
that yes. that under the national it was the NVCIP mm-hmm. back in eighty six mm-hmm. I think was yeah, when it was that the ID was summer. brought up. It was the ID summer, yeah. It, it it basically declares them completely indemnified from all liability for all vaccines on the childhood schedule. Mm-hmm. And there's so much fucking fraud going on, you know, because the the actual vaccines they're still giving out, at least in the United States, are still under the emergency usage authorization. They are really? not they're not approved. The only Absolutely. so they're they're pulling some some serious like legal snafus. So the, the vaccine that is actually approved by the FDA is, is called the Cumriarty version. Mm-hmm. That version still has not been distributed in the United States. And that is the only one that is legal to use, not under the EUA. So basically, by, by putting this EUA vaccine on the childhood schedule, they're, they're breaking the law. I mean, this is totally fucking illegal what mm-hmm. they've done. Mm-hmm. So... I do believe that like Robert F. Kennedy and the people at the Children's Health Defense Network are mounting lawsuits against Pfizer, Moderna and the FDA to try to stop that. But until Mm. that happens, man, you know, a lot of these states around here, they're going to start legislating and they're going to start mandating that shit next year. Mm -hmm. And that's fucking terrifying. And even when it's not, you know, even when it's not mandated by law, we as Americans who have children have been through this ourselves when it comes to all these vaccines. You know, a lot of these vaccines, like the um, uh, what's the the HPV one, which is highly mm-hmm. controversial. Mm-hmm. They like when you get into that doctor's office with your child. I mean, the amount of pressure that they put on you, you know, because oh, they can't force you to. At the no. end of the day, they can't force you to, but they can put an unbelievable amount of pressure on you. So all these young parents that are going in there and they're making these decisions about their children are being pressured by these medical professionals. Right, mm-hmm. that are telling them that this is the only way they can move forward, mm-hmm. and so that's an unbelievable situation to fall into. So we know well, what the outcome you're right. is. Absolutely, yeah. and these I mean, parents absolutely. don't know any better. You know, these parents, most of these parents, they don't know any better. They haven't taken the time to research this. No. Um, and I just want to say this as as a fellow father that don't you ever let any fucking no. one come around your children with that HPV vaccine because no. yeah. all the COVID co- vaccine all the co- is the most yeah. dangerous on the market. Look, I think I think to be honest, boys, for the foreseeable future, just don't do it. Just don't. Yeah. No, I mean, stay away from them all. Yeah, from just a, because I mean, from a from a clinical standpoint, they're they're mostly useless. Yeah, you know, a lot of the you know this 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 myth that vaccines have, you know, being the big biggest boon to hum the health of humanity over the last century, mm. it's fucking fiction. Well, it's all just rewritten history. To, talking about stories that you can't find on the internet, so this is completely hearsay. However. There was not an insignificant story and some evidence to suggest that the Spanish flu was started by meningococcal vaccines that were given yep. out by the Rockefellers at the yep. World War One, right? Yep. For, for the American, the Americans were vaccinated before they went overseas, and then the Spanish flu started overseas in the trenches, basically, uh, and they brought it back. But there, there's you can't find anything about that anymore. Uh, but there wasn't an insignificant amount of evidence for that. Uh, if I can it, give one plug, there's a, an American author. His name is Forrest Morady. Um, his books are available on Amazon. Um, uh, the What is his name? The, the, the Moth and the Iron Lung, I think, was his first novel. It was all about the fiction of the polio outbreak and about how, you know, the polio vaccine was essentially useless Mind, was actually causing yeah. polio than yeah. it was stopping yeah. and that um you know it was and that's essentially proven that, 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 yeah, that, yeah, that's that's that, that's not yeah 
I mean, and yeah, I think it's just a blanket. I mean, they they would you believe it that the Australian government got up last week, week before, the fifth booster is now available, right? Good number news. five. Yeah, good news. You can have number five now. Um, but it costs a lot more money now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, and then on the on news.com in that following week, the date of, date of next COVID surge revealed because COVID can tell the time, man. You know what I mean? It's one of those viruses. It knows what fucking time it is. You know, it's, 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 it's smart, it's, man. And it's smart. <laughs> I mean, the, the Orwellian nature is is... Look, we've got to laugh about it. We've got to try and have a bit of a joke about it because the cognitive dissonance that I, you know, men like us and people like, you know, the the, the men and the women, because men and women do exist, by the way, but uh, the men and the women that uh, experienced held the line and then that now have experienced the cognitive dissonance. Um, I mean, you boys, I mean, I, I found it shocking at times, just the cognitive dissonance um, of, of certain things that, you know, I mean, I... I this time last year, we were a segregated world, boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were a segregated world. Well, the unvaccinated were locked in their houses, basically, here in Australia yeah. anyway. The right, little ball game. time last yeah. year. Yeah. Couldn't go to the theatre. I made a post about it. Like, the night before that I was locked out, right, I went and saw the movies, and I made a post about it, and the post came up a little while ago. Um, because, yeah, they locked us out, Right. I mean, there's another meme. I think it's Mr. Bean. It's like four things. It's like, oh, the truth's coming out. People will get angry now. And then, like, he's lying on the ground. Anytime now. You know what I mean? Like, how people are not just pissed about being had. You know what I mean? Like, I think they're just embarrassed. Do you think I there's mean, a percentage of that? Imagine falling for that kind of deception and having to go face your family and friends after that. I mean, I'm seeing that here with friends and family and it's, yeah, they, they don't want to talk, talk about it. Yeah, they they want to pretend talk it about never it. happened. Yeah. I just don't want to say anything. No. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, just to put a period on that, on that death, you know, the death thing that we were talking about, it would be so logical if, you know, if COVID's the narrative, then, you know, you're going to scream from the rooftops. Hey, uh, look at all these deaths. we got to get everybody vaccinated. Yeah. Here's the problem. Most everybody's vaccinated. Exactly. So they couldn't do that. They were forced to change the narrative. Mm-hmm. As much as they would love to be able to yell that from the rooftops, they mm-hmm. can't. Mm-hmm. So what do we hear? Multivitamins and, and everything else that's causing all these problems. Well, I mean, so, you know, people aren't uh, going to wake up from this. It, hopefully, I think some of them are. You know, um, no, it's more and more is happening every day. Because you, have, you, have to, you have to question the narrative. It's, it's getting better. Yeah. I mean, let's just touch on the food for a second because there does seem to be. Uh, a coordinated attack there's no other way to put it a coordinated attack on a global scale to reduce the fuel the food supply okay. starting with ukraine the breadbasket of europe exactly right so ukraine yep. yeah i mean again egg factories just burned down man they just you know they do apparently mm-hmm. right um, and that's happened down here there was one in new zealand that burnt down we get a lot of our eggs and dairy from new zealand australia does because it's you know, they've got better dairy over there um but see, we had floods, right? We our our mechanism was natural disaster. The entirety of the the bread basket, the, the the fruit and veg fields in Australia, most of last year was underwater. Um, yeah. So all the harvests that are now supposed to come in now, right, between now and June, July, are not coming in, or they're coming in under strength. Um, there's a potato shortage. I mean, you wander around Woolworths as our our local shopping centre. You wander around Woolworths. 
And because I know where the gaps were, because I've been going to that shopping center for years now, right? So I know what products used to be there. They're no longer there. It's all just spread out, right? So the face of it, it looks like there's stuff on the shelves, but there's not. Um, and again, it's sort of a bit like the Nord Stream thing. How are we not doing, how are we not, again, What? how much critical thinking does it take that if, oh, Ohio is one of the biggest egg producers in the US too, by the way, um, just right to buy. Yeah, yeah, that one, I, I found that one out the last 24 hours. Um, Interesting. How how are we not and through critical thinking and just logical understanding tying some of these things together, right? Six egg factories burned down, X amount across the world. Like I say, it's not just the US. There's stuff happening in Europe. There's stuff happening down under. Um, how are we not joining these things together? I think the lack of critical thinking is 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 quite disturbing, or the ability to join these things together. But I think it's the chaos, man. You know, they're throwing so much at us all the time, never ending. I mean, how many weeks have we been trying to nail this, not only the time down, but what we're going to talk about? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, because it had to change every day. Every day it yeah. was changing. Yeah, it moves so quickly, right? I mean, what do you, I mean, and again, the WF told us to eat bugs and then they burned down 20 food factories. I mean, they didn't burn them down. Food factories just burned down. They, That's everything, right. Everything burns down these days, man. It just It's just one of those things that happens. <laughs> well, and, and trains, they derail so often. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, they just, they don't have it. Yeah. Did you, you heard about the white noise story on Netflix, right? So there was the movie White Noise on Netflix. Well, Chris has got a review about for a that. train, a train derailment. I watched, I watched it this week, dude. <laughs> that movie takes is place, a, right? Yeah. In East Palestine, right? Oh, yeah. And if it the place where that it movie are yeah. fucking wild, dude. Like the main character is uh, the Adam Driver character. He's a professor of Hitler like Hitler history, Hitler philosophy. And his partner, Don Cheadle, is another professor of studying Elvis. And so these guys are both like, Mm -hmm. it's just like this really interesting nod towards various forms of authoritarianism and like sort of mob mentality about how people can be controlled either by like an authoritarian political figure or like a cultural icon like Elvis. And like people react and sort of behave in the same way to both of these phenomena it's you should watch it like watch the first half for the first quarter of it because it's kind of an incoherent mess but like there's some really really interesting themes in the beginning of that movie that that'll really make you scratch your head and is it true is it true that biden wasn't going to send fema there until trump said he was going there is that seriously true okay so this whole this story is is clearly deeper than than we think so there was also a, like about a week before this whole train derailment happened they launched a health a digital health program focusing on um, a digital id like a digital health id that was each east palestine was basically like the, the testing ground for this and so every resident essentially got a digital health id and this is supposed to track them and track like long-term health issues with them it's like a pilot program right what are the fucking odds of some podunk little town in the middle of ohio suffering a train derailment a digital health program rollout all within the same frame of time um and this is the point right the location of that is just too perfect i mean you, you think of all the farmland you think of you know, a, a plume from there is going to spread across the East Coast. Yep. It's 
250 million people live there. Mm -hmm. You know, headwaters of Ohio River, which drains into the Mississippi, which is basically the main aquifer for American agriculture. Mm. I mean, the location, if you were going to blow something up that was going to poison a whole lot of shit, that's the perfect location. And I just had a bit of a thought. I know Dan's chomping, but give me, I just had a bit of a thought because there's been how many drain derailments now? Five or six. It's, I can't remember. It's five. The last or six. week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're not being reported very no. well here. So they're kind of hard to find when they, you know, because yeah. there has been several, but like. But back to the disinformation, weird. right? Back to the UAP stuff. Yeah. They're now creating an out. They just created a narrative, right? So it, for the, for the normal person, Oh, trains derail all the time too now. If there's six in a week, no one knows which one to focus on. So the ecological disaster. And by the way, a digital health passport, you know, they used to put gold stars on the Jews. We, you know, it wasn't this dude a thing of Hitler in East Palestine. Like, I mean, the, the, the dots are unbelievable. Some of that stuff makes me think we're living in the Matrix, to be perfectly honest, boys. Um, it's too, it's too, yeah. It, it's too pat. It really is. So, Dan, what were you going to yeah. say, mate? What were you going to say? Well, you know, just back to the Netflix thing, because I love how. <clears throat> there's always like a magical element to the coincidences that surround these types of events. Absolutely. And so if this, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not always right, but I, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if something comes out here in a week or two where, Oh, you know, we did some investigating and it looks like somebody sabotaged that train yeah. because they saw white noise. Right. So, so mm. now you've got this fully in, encapsulated oh. ex explanation of like, Oh yes. The, you know, they, they picked up on the narratives of the movie and they mm. decided they were going to perpetrate this crime. And now, you know, we've got to get out there and secure the rails and we've got to, you know, we're going to have to put some more laws in place. So mm -hmm. I'm not we're saying gonna... that is what's going to happen, but if it did happen, it would not surprise me whatsoever. Mm. Well, there was, you know, how we talk about how every major um, false flag event has a uh, simulation or something in the run up to, yeah. there was oh, also yeah. a simulation uh, months prior that happened in the same region where they were simu simulating essentially a very similar sort of ecological disaster. I'll have to, I'll have to go find the receipt on that one. I, I saw that a couple of days ago and it just all, it just all fits together all too well. It's, it's just the same old pattern. Yeah. It's, it's creepy. It's creepy what's going on, but I think and best case scenario, they just didn't respond to it. Well, you know what I mean? Which, yeah. which is very suspicious to me, which is yeah, how they yeah, were yeah. just able to just, brush it away people to judge the you know our, our secretary of uh of the uh uh what am i trying to say here chris travel what's that title called transportation, transportation. Uh, you know the guy whose job it is to do this was like oh yeah it's not it, this isn't that big of a deal the and guy who couldn't go. fill potholes in north bend indiana now is in charge of the american transportation system yeah yeah but yeah but it's like and this America. i mean these are the things right these are things like it takes five days to shoot a balloon down because it's a, a good distraction we shoot down three UFOs in three days uh, when all other reports were these, these Tic Tacs and these vessels can move quicker than we can, right? But all mm -hmm. of a sudden we can, an F-16 from 1965 can shoot them down. Uh, and then, yeah, the train derails and it's the worst, but we're not going to send any help until it becomes right. a political football. And we're gonna, yeah, pretend we're gonna we're gonna test and we're gonna pretend the water and the soil are fine. Mm. This old nine eleven song and dance again too, where we you know we pretend everything's okay, everyone's gonna be fine, and then people are gonna start dying. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you again, know, they, we they should, we should add thousands of deaths a month. I mean, what's another? What's another few? 
Well, it, it's an excellent way to, 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 to destroy that control group of unvaccinated people as well. When you think about it, you know, all of a sudden more, Oh, we've got more fucking sudden cancers. Shit. Who could have saw that coming? You know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's fun and games boys. So I've got a few, we've got a few topics left. I haven't crossed out Orwellian because the whole thing's Orwellian. Like the it's crazy, the, the, crazy. The, the, the misinformation, the disinformation, you know, it's unbelievable. You know, they say, you know, say one thing, do another. Then they say they didn't say that thing. Like it's, it's unreal. I suppose. I mean, there's some interesting stuff. There is hope though. Okay. Like it's pretty dark. Okay. It is that the, the night is always darkest before the dawn and, but there is hope. I mean, I do want to touch on the WEF, uh, but any social media post at the World Economic Forum or the World Health Organization puts on Facebook or Instagram or any platform, they get laughed off, right? They, they, yep. the, the comments are unbelievable. They're pretty funny. They're pretty funny. It's like, hilarious. You, it's hilarious stuff. Anytime I see those posts, I do, I do, I, 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 I give a laugh icon myself and then I scroll through the comments to have a bit of a giggle about <laughs> what they're saying about it. I mean, yeah. Klaus Schwab is is Darth Vader. I mean, he dresses like Darth Vader. I, all I hear is the Star Wars theme music. Da, 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 da. The dark side. Every time I see that dude, yeah. Mm-hmm. However, the issue is, regardless of how they're being publicly perceived, they still obviously have a lot of control. Um, and how did they get it? Who gave it to them? Why do they have it? Why mm-hmm. Why are they allowed to suggest to us what we should eat and and that we shouldn't be allowed to own anything? Who I don't who's empowered these like there's they exist but mm-hmm. why are we listening to them it doesn't right. there's, there's no explanation well, there's clearly a, there clearly has to be a control structure that's invisible to the average person that exists behind the scenes right mm-hmm. I mean I think that's the only historically they're always logical been, explanation yeah you know be it be it some you know, Rothschild some of those you know super generationally wealthy families mm-hmm. um but there's clearly a control mechanism in place there i think there has been for a long time and i think this is what's exposed it uh and i think i think that they think we're pretty stupid right that's what i think um and i think they think they're smarter than they are because i think they saw the whole covid roll out i mean let's let's face it boys the reason we're not having vaccinations forced on us and everything all stopped was because of us, right? It was because of the unvaccinated that didn't shut up and didn't stop. It was also because yeah. of the protests that grew all over the planet. We didn't shut up. And enough up. time was passing to where the bad shit was about to come. That's the, right. The side effects and the negative, mm-hmm. you know, all the repercussions of what they had done were about to start surfacing. Yeah. And, and we knew, they knew that we knew that we knew that they knew, right? Yeah. And they've exposed this global, it's, Oh no, the Illuminati doesn't exist. The global cabal doesn't exist. No, it, it, well, I don't know about the Illuminati. I think it might be in a different form. However, there's definitely a global cabal. Okay, I mean, even the, I saw the other day that um, the the WF said, "Oh no, no, we're not implementing a new world order." He wrote a book, man. Like, he wrote a book called yeah. the New World Order, and the plan that's in the book is what's happened the last few years, right? It's not. It's the backtrack is crazy. Yeah, it's not it hard to. Right. Yeah, it's not hard to join those two together, right? Right. Um, but I think they, I think it comes down to politicians, right? And, and the type of person, 
unfortunately we've created a world boys where a narcissistic psychopath is gets ahead basically um and the people that want to be part of the political sphere especially those indoctrinated because it's the same down here right the prime minister turns over the president turns over however there's government there's people working for the government that have been working for the government for 60 years right they they've been entrenched in this system and that's who actually controls the government it's not the puppets it's not the distraction that gets put up um every eight years or whatever it is right uh However, I, what what gives me hope is yes, there's more of us than ever. They they they're having a crack at killing us. Obviously, um, we can't talk about the Died Suddenly Club. Uh, however, more and more people are waking up, and the thing is, what if they serious? If their plan is to take away our food, they've obviously forgotten what humans will do when we are hungry, and we haven't been hungry for a long time. Right, the those, and then maybe they don't remember what happens if you deliberately start taking away people's food. Which, again, to anyone that's looking, it's like there got to be, it's got to be some sort of coincidence between the food factories, the egg factories, the chickens, and I think, um, yeah, I'd be interested. There is some darkness ahead, boys, but I, there is some hope, is what I'm trying to say. You know, I mean, I, I agree that there's hope. I my my fear is that. I think they assume that people are going to turn on each other, which is probably a pretty good guess. And I also fear that they have something nastier that they're cooking up in one of those labs because, you know, I mean, we've seen the reaction to what was essentially a mild flu, right? Um, Imagine if this thing starts actually killing people off in real large numbers and you've got a real, dangerous communicative gain of function virus circulating this hysteria is going to return i mean we've seen what people are capable of and how easily they are manipulated so it's my fear is it's not going to take much and let's think about it too if those (coughs) those vaccinated people that are unaware they want justification for what they did they they know inside them that they felt had so if it comes around again, then yeah, maybe they will. Look, there's always going to be a percentage that walk lockstep, I think. And and we've seen that. But at least we now know it exists, yeah. I think the other thing that COVID did was connect a, a community of, of of people, right? And this is a representative of that community right now. Um, and both of our extended circles and the awesome listeners that that'll take the time to listen to this. Uh, we've created our community. We know that we exist. Okay. We know that we're not alone, right? That's the thing. As much as we feel like that sometimes, we're not. Um, and, you know, yeah, I am, I am, it's bad. You know, probably, the, and I never bought into Q and on or any of that sort of crap, right? I never, I never, it smelled as well. But the only no, one that I, the only one that I might buy into is I wonder whether COVID was released prematurely. All right. I wonder whether it was supposed to be stronger straight off the bat. Because if there was more death, <laughs> there would have been a different reaction, right? That's how come it became pretty obvious. That's the reason it fell over because, you know, protesters are gathering in hundreds of thousands, millions of people and nothing's happening, right? If there were, if the deadly virus of the world, you know, people, I mean, do you remember, let's remember January, February, 2020 bodies in the street in China, uh, trucks in Korea with, you know, disinfecting people in space suits, all that sort of stuff, right? That's another thing that no one talks about. 
but I do wonder whether it was released prematurely. That's probably the only black hat, white hat theory that I might, because their play for control didn't work. In fact, it's currently backfiring, which is why we brought UFOs into the game um, yeah. out of an act of desperation. I don't know, what do you boys, we're already deep in the rabbit hole. We've, we've already said that many triggering words, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I think that's an absolutely plausible uh, scenario. I also think it's possible that this was just a trial run because again, like their simulations, we know they they like their trial runs and their trial balloons as well, just to observe yes. and see how people respond. So, oh wait, a balloon. Um, so either way, I, I they're committed. <laughs> they, they can't stop now, right? Well, they should I mean, be committed. They they are committed. Well, and they there's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, but I don't and, think they can turn around now. I mean, the the you know, yeah. the dies are cast. It's the only way is forward. So, but do, you, but do you think, do you think, boys, honestly, that we're going to put up with another world war? I mean, do you think? I, I, I wonder. Honestly, wonder if they try to, what mechanism, unless they go full unbelievable, where there is nuclear or something, right? I mean, mm. I think majority of the population of the world are uninterested in that, right? I think one of the things the internet's done a lot of things. However, one of the things it has done is we actually. Most of, you know, anyone with awareness knows that we're all just people, you know? Um, and, you know, why would I want to go over to somewhere and do something like that? Uh, and how can you trust the governments anymore anyway? So I don't know how they're going to get us in. I know they want their war. I know they want their next uh, control. I just, I wonder about the level of resistance. Um, yeah. The state, the state actor, um you know, it's interesting. There's so many things going on right now. And I just really, I believe firmly that the state actor is, is officially dead. Um, all of these narratives, uh, all of these ops, all of this stuff is coming down from a global level. Yeah. Um, you can, you can tell in the pat in the passive, uh, the passive nature of the politicians who are, who are left in power or supposedly in power, whose jobs it is to go out in front of the cameras and discuss this stuff. And, mm. You can tell that this, it's like um, it's like they're getting bad messaging from the people they get the messages from to yeah. where the communication isn't very good. You can tell because these people are getting so caught off guard. They look so blundering and stupid in this environment mm -hmm. because these narratives just keep dropping and dropping and dropping. And and their job, the, the reason why they're in they are where they are is because they are compromised. And so. Mm -hmm. They are the foot soldiers of this elite. And, you know, b before, as we continue going down this road trip, I just wanted to remind everybody about the episode, you know, conspiracy and control we did. Yes. You know, we looked at this from a historical perspective and said, you know, if, if, if this sounds crazy to people to say like they, you know, they, right. But it, you, all you have to do is open your crack a history book and look up the Habsburg empire and know that they were running the world. They were a banking family running the entire world. They had monarchs placed in every country, yeah. everywhere. And have done, and yeah. We have to understand that that hasn't Still changed. Do. It yeah. never changed. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it sounds ridiculous to us, and now in the in the in the conversations that people are having, and the mockery of the term conspiracy theory. But all you have to do is crack a history book to know this is the way mm -hmm. it's always been. So to assume it would be any different is naive. And That's you wrong. know the sixties fought so hard to get to get these messages out during the Vietnam War, and and that's why they declared war on the hippie movement. So. Mm -hmm. We're in a new we're in a new battle right now, and and interestingly enough, Triff, you know, you're right there on the front lines, bringing me and Chris with you yeah. with this podcast because 
some of us are are grasping this beautiful tool we have called the internet, mm -hmm. which is making all this information exposed to us. And it's getting scrubbed every day. Every day. So it's interesting because, you know, people are going to look back on these podcasts and they're not going to be able to find any of this information no. anywhere. No. And, but, but we're you, you, living through it. We've seen yeah, it. We've seen know? it. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is what happened. This is, you know, we're just having a, a logical discussion about some pretty epic subjects, you know? Um, yeah. Did you want to add anything to that, Chris? No, just that not necessarily. I mean, you look back at history and every major war, you know, the banking interests are basically funding both sides. And so I think that's, again, more evidence that, you know, these conflicts are, they're not organic. It's not like, you know, you have a population who is voting for a war. You have essentially financial interests who are waging war against themselves so they can loan money to both sides mm -hmm. so they can knock everything down with the big old American hammer and then they can pay to rebuild it. I mean, that's, sort of the the modern war grift is that mm. you know you, you you fund the war you uh, the militaries deplete their inventory which are bombs and bullets then mm. they got to pay to replenish them and then you destroy all the infrastructure and then you got to pay to rebuild it and yeah. you know and this is how the, the economic booms and bust cycles happen as well they're all tied to uh, global conflict so i would expect that we are going to see another global war because you know, we're primitive fucking creatures and we, we, we operate in the same patterns and cycles over and over and over again. And if there's a shit ton of money to be made doing it, they're going to do it. Well, look, before yeah. we dig in, before we dig into the money, I want to, um, and I've sort of steered away from this on the show, basically waiting for this, this podcast, um, the climate, climate change. Now, I think I posted in our group, 1989, someone warning that the oceans are going to overwhelm everybody by the year 2000 okay right so in my lifetime they have tried climate change three times now at least uh, at least three um and they're trying it again uh I, one of my favorite memes of late has been it's amazing how quickly they convinced a carbon-based life form that carbon was the enemy okay uh like now, uh, Randall Carlson, he does, he did, a, he's done a number of episodes on Cosmographia and yep. just go back and listen to those, honestly. And it's, it's a lot, but he, he knows what he's talking about and he's, he looks at it logically and, and, uh, from an analytic, analytic point of view. And, and basically also what he has done over the years is he saved all the reports because the, like Dan just said, a lot of these reports that you would go and try and chase from the 1950s and 60s and 70s, if you were to try and get them now, you can't. However, they are there. Now, let me be clear about two things. If the planet gets warmer, that is better for humans. That means longer growing seasons. That means longer sunlight. That means longer everything. Any uh, boom period of the human civilization has been fueled by a global warming period. Think the Renaissance, think the Industrial Revolution, think uh, well, many, many periods in history, okay, including the one that we are currently existing in. Uh, and we measured, started measuring the ice from its largest that it had been in thousands of years, okay? And the ice isn't, remember that the ice is, the ice thing's gone, hasn't it? Do you know why the ice thing's gone? Because the ice is chasing the poles, boys, right? The ice is still there. That's why you don't hear about ice caps are melting, they're melting, because obviously they're not. Well, they are because the poles are moving, uh, which is a different discussion. I want to get into that before we leave climate change alone. However, 
I mean, even if we think within our lifetimes, boys, unfortunately, we're not 25 anymore, right? If we think within our lifetimes, the weather was worse when we were kids. There was more tornadoes, more storms, bigger storms, uh, all that sort of stuff. It's just now they're blowing every single thing out of proportion with this corporate media vessel that they have to use it. You know, they're, they're talking about using climate change to get build 15-minute cities in London, right? In, in Have you seen that? They've actually done it. They put well, yeah. the, they put They've the actually gates done up. it. Yeah, yeah, they put yeah. the gates up. Do you, but do you know what else gives me hope? Did you see what the people have done? Every time they put the they gates up, down. they just tear them down. Set them on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh they just gosh. set them on fire and tear them down. Yeah, yeah. And like, the thing you is, made. And, and nobody's dobbing anybody in, right? No one's like, they've been trying to investigate. Who did? Oh, I don't know. I don't know who did it. Yeah. Everybody did it. Is who? And they keep replacing, they keep burning them down. Um, so that gives me hope as well. However, the, this, is the, this is the next control mechanism. And again, they've, they've jerry rigged the models to suit their narrative right in yep. fact the the temperature as i said getting warmer is not a bad thing um have we added carbon dioxide to the air yeah we have but tree growth has accelerated in the last 30 40 years and you know they're going to make these carbon dioxide filters i'm pretty sure that's what trees are i'm, I'm just i don't know it, it's it, i mean when i was five um and i learned about <laughs> how the trees work um they are carbon dioxide filters but they're planning these big carbon dioxide filter factories. I mean, that's some fucking trees, folks. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, look. On the flip side of that, have we totally destroyed the planet? Yeah, we have. I was in mining for a long time, right? I remember. Yes. I remember being on a. I was working in Papua New Guinea, the New Island Province, and called there's an island called Lihia, and we had a drill rig set up. We were drilling for geothermal, and we were quite high off the ground. And there was a like a little balcony around the, the drill four box. And I would walk out on the balcony and I would look left and dead set boys. Imagine Pacific tropical paradise, rolling mountains and jungle and palm trees and beautiful. I would look right. One of the biggest open cut gold mines in the world, just steam and motors and just, yeah, unreal. Right. So I've seen it. I'm not saying, that what we're doing to the environment is a good thing, all right? Right. We don't really care about the environment because, you know, there's a massive train derailment in Ohio and no one cares. But you know, if we cared about the environment, we'd care about that. You know what I mean? That's the other thing. Orwellian nature of this bullshit. Um, it's so hypocritical because everything under this this green agenda makes no fucking sense. And we talked no about sense. it last, last time. You know, this switch to electric vehicles. Yeah. The amount of, of rare earth materials that you're going to have to dig out of the fucking ground. Which is being done by slaves, by the way. Let's not pretend right. it's being done Slave by slaves. Labor, yep. You know, creating these giant pools of, of essentially radioactive sludge mm -hmm. um, so that we can fill our cars with electricity that's created by burning more coal. Like, right. none of it makes any fucking sense other than as a control mechanism. The other thing, um, like, we talk about Germany as well, right? They're trying to cut off Germany because Germany did it. Germany went, tried to go to wind and solar, and guess what? They are building coal-fired power plants as quickly as they can right now. They're trying right. to refurb their old ones and get them fired up again because wind and solar doesn't work. Because right? their entire manufacturing economy yeah. was about to fucking collapse. Exactly, right? Exactly. I mean, and then something like, 
in the the fossil fuels, which fossil fuels is an interesting one. We could get, we don't want to talk about that, but it's not really. That's a that's a talk about um, words into the lexicon. That's not right. That's not that's, true. Yeah. That soured this discussion for a yeah, century. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, however, the amount of energy it takes to build one turbine for a wind powered factory, there's some X amount of years that it has to spin for before it even begins to pay back the time and the resources that it tried to create it. Um, you know, and I know you guys, have, I've seen some reports out of the US, all these electric cars, oh, they don't like starting in the cold. Nope. Right? Yeah. That's uh, not a problem. Yes, yeah, no, it's no worries, mate. Don't worry about it. Uh, you know, and you have to replace your battery in eight to 10 years. You know, yeah, and what do we, and, more cold. same thing. So France, uh, had electric vehicles for all their government employees. There is now fields and fields and fields and fields of electric cars they don't know how to dispose of because of the batteries and the chemicals and all the shit that's inside. It's, it's uh, insanity. It's insanity, and it's and, and the fact that it's gonna it's not gonna save the climate. In fact, if you coal fired technology, I think it was twenty nineteen. Excuse me, it might have even been Australian technology. I think we invented a way to use coal fired power plants and actually make it carbon neutral. Right, you run it through a certain amount of filters, and I think even they're using the byproduct from the stuff that they're filtering out to fuel the generators more. Right, so it's like they're filtering the whatever's left of the, the 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 hydrocarbons that are fueling the power station. They're reusing that, and basically, it's just steam or nothing that comes out the other end. So, a coal-fired power plant is actually very, very efficient now. Um, it's it's interesting. I mean, is that again? Is this going to be a push for nuclear? I mean, this is the thing, right? Do they want? Well, you know, something we didn't touch on when we were talking about Nord Stream, though, is the fact that, you know, yeah, they lost, uh, you know, they lost a big energy supply in, in that maneuver, Germany especially. Mm. Um, but what was the the solution even beyond them having to fire up coal plants was, well, the U.S. is sitting on lots of liquid, <laughs> liquid natural yeah. gas. So Man. we ship, we're shipping that over to them like crazy. So even though we're talking about the coal fire plants uh, that they're talking about, you know, refiring and, and they are reopening them in Germany mm. because they don't want to touch nuclear. Well, in the meantime, they're heating their homes with the, with the liquid uh, natural gas that we're selling them right now. Because after you, we uh, a pipeline, after that, the pipeline <laughs> that was supplying them. Yeah. So it's important well, to remember those types of things as well in this. And are climate. we are are we allowed to mention the giant earthquake that happened in Turkey? No, also, just you, just you're, you're picking up, you're picking up on the podcast, man. Just as yeah. Turkey was set to distribute Russian oil to Germany, boom! Giant earthquake hits Turkey oh. and devastates their infrastructure. Oh no, I can't talk about that. No, it's not related either. But 24 different diplomats from Western countries uh, had to leave Turkey the week before security the earthquake reasons. for security yep. reasons. Yep. Oh, and yeah, let's not, clarify and, that for everyone, Triff, so that they yeah, understand what you're yeah, saying for yeah. those that don't know, because yeah, there people is probably a don't list. Because you can't find <laughs> that on the news big either. List. Turkey yeah. Big list of countries that all pulled uh, pulled their uh, their ambassadors out, uh, you know, very shortly before the earthquake claiming a, a terrorist threat. Mm-hmm. Oh, and um, I think we already knew China had them, but I saw the U.S., admitted they had sonic weapons that they could yeah, actually I yeah. See that. yeah 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 that happened like within the, in the same week of the turkey thing it's like a crazy earthquake uh happens and no one can talk about it and then they admit that they actually have the 
the weaponry in order to be able to do that. I mean, isn't that that's that's a Russian Chinese thing too? You know, I mean, did, I know we talked about this last time, but that big Russian sub did that ever get found? Give me the 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 super sub from Russia that went missing. Did anyone bother try and find that, or is it still in I the ocean? Never oceans? heard about. Yeah, I never heard anything after heard that. It, it yeah. Just, yeah, it just disappeared after that. Yeah. Because that was one of the Russian weapons was the fact that they they wouldn't actually send a missile. They have a sonic weapon on their big submarines that they just basically sit, I don't know, 20 Ks off the coast and whoomp and send a 30 minute tidal wave into your coastal cities. Oh yeah. yeah. And important to remember too, about the Turkey earthquake, that it's not just an earthquake that hit Turkey, but also because it's bordered on Syria, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a place that, we can't have enough fun in it as Americans, yeah. apparently. Like, there, there's an, there, there's another hellscape that you boys aren't finished with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you know, so it, there's so much at play right, right now. And, uh-huh. you know, I'm sure people listening, you know, there's going to be a handful of people listening to this and they're like, are these guys actually suggesting that they caused and created earthquakes? Well, I would yes. invite yes. anyone to do, uh, yes, do a we are. <laughs> Do, do, do a simple little, don't Google, okay? Do yourself a yeah, favor. Yeah, don't yeah. Duck, duck, go. Duck, duck, go. You know, Jump it, over to duck, duck, or even Bing is going to work a little yeah, better. Yeah. And type in harp. And just, you know, for yourself, it's H-A-A-R-P. R-P, just go yeah. ahead, jump in, and take a look at what harp does. And you'll go down a rabbit hole that will last, last the rest of your life from everything <laughs> mRNA vaccines to uh weapons that very well could be capable of creating earthquakes so you know there's gonna be people that will laugh at this idea but just give it a little research and see what you think for yourself so hang on let me just join a couple of dots so during covid victoria was well dictator dan as we've now come to call him uh did a deal with china for the belt and road initiative uh underneath outside of the government, outside of the federal government. Now, the federal government at the time stepped in and said, no, that's not going to happen. But they're not too distant future in remote Victoria. Now, what we need to understand, boys, is that the tectonic plates that Australia exists on are one of the most stable plates on the planet, okay? Like, it's not yeah. – earthquakes are few and far between. In central Victoria, in the middle of nowhere, there was a four-and-a-half, five Richter-scale earthquake just in the middle of nowhere, um, not too long after – we found out that China basically owns Victoria. Now, I'm not saying that those two things are connected. Um, however, are they not connected? Do you know what I mean? Like, you need no. somewhere to test your stuff out. And remote Victoria during lockdowns probably a pretty good place. Well, uh, so we know that in rural, in rural United States, particularly, I think it was Oklahoma years ago, where they were doing excessive fracking. Like, we know that over fracking an area itself, just literally extracting those natural resources can cause minor earthquakes. Oh, yeah. So yeah, imagine yeah. you take a hole like that and you dump a fucking bunker buster or something in that. It's, mm. you know, you don't even necessarily need harp. You just huh. need to find, you know, someplace where they've drilled for oil and insert your bunker buster there. And so, you can yeah, gen- so I mean, they were generating. So the and work yeah. I mean, it's. This is not like some sort of crazy fantastical technology. No, you don't. You don't even need harp to do no. that necessarily. No. They've been they've been studying these 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 uh, earthquake causing uh, munitions since like World War One. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? It's not an original yeah. idea. No, 
Yeah. Anybody who wants to take a look at this can look at the history of the, uh, of Oklahoma. Uh, I believe it, it, right, Chris, isn't it Oklahoma? I think it was Oklahoma where they were like, what the they fuck is happening? Earthquake. Yeah. yeah. They had earthquake yeah. storms. I think they were calling them. Yeah. 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 Like storms. Yeah. Well, see, see, I, I used storms to, I used, we, used, we used to do that. I used to, that one of my last, the last oil and gas project that I was on was essentially fracking. And I remember being out there and like, cause I was a, a manager of the, one of the sites and stuff, right? And it's like, so I'd get all the the holes and all the documentation, all these sorts of things. And I started using my critical eye to look over this stuff. Yeah. And I actually used to, what I used to do for people is like, you know, hold an A4 piece of paper and just get a pen. And I said, just start punching holes in it. And I go bang, 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 bang. And it, 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 after a period of time, it just goes boop and just comes apart, right? You can't do that to the landscape, okay? So, I mean, as far as, are humans destroying the environment? Do we need to do better? Yeah, we do. Is electric cars, wind and solar the answer? No, it is not because the, you are essentially, as again, again, slaves, actual slaves, women with babies on their back are hand digging the products and the minerals that you need to power the phones that you want to, that you're listening to this on. Okay, let's be very clear about that. And every other thing that, is involved in an electric vehicle. But again, doesn't an electric vehicle have plastic in it? Where does plastic come from? Just, um, do you know? I'm not sure where plastic is. Isn't plastic? I think it comes from fossil fuels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys. Um, so I've got, look, we, we, we'll leave the climate there. Um, and it, it just winds and everything else. So well, can got, I throw one more thing in the yeah, climate? Please do, please do. No, no, I was going to say, we was going to say, we'll, we'll, yeah, whatever you boys want to say. Okay, okay, good. Because there's just one little I, I got okay, okay, okay. Because this doubles be back to uh, I I a a we had before. Yeah, when we were when we were talking about conspiracy and control, one of the things we touched upon jokingly was like the chemtrail myth, right? And you know, so just to give people an idea, we talked about in that episode was you know, the long history of Britain and the U.S. actually testing uh, cloud seeding. And mm -hmm. you can look at it. China did it during the Olympics to clear mm -hmm. up the weather. It's mm. It's been pretty well oh, known. So cyclones and, develop over the middle of Australia now, dude. Did you know that? Uh, On the no, ground, uh, in the desert, cyclones sense. develop, yeah. man. They just do. Yeah. Yeah. Sense, yeah. I've seen it four <laughs> or five times. It's an amazing thing. Yeah. But, and I shared this with you guys in the group, but just so the listeners know, um, I live here in Colorado and I read my local rag. It's called uh, Boulder Weekly. A great little, great little piece of journalism that's been going on for years here in Colorado. And they very nonchalantly put up an article because uh, it had been revealed that it, you know, for a long time they had been cloud seeding here in Colorado, the ski towns. So what they were doing was manipulating the weather to create more snow, uh, so that they could create more tourist dollars. Yeah. And really? so, been so doing just it, out yeah. in the open, out in the open, this is what we did. Yeah. And then what this article was about, why it was relevant to Boulder Weekly was because they had decided that they needed more snowpack in Boulder County. So what the article in Boulder Weekly was talking about, and anybody can go ahead and just get, you know, give this a look on the internet, uh, just look up Boulder Weekly cloud seed. Um, and then what, what they uncovered was that there was a new initiative created where they were going to begin cloud seeding in Boulder County to create more snowpack because we do have a little, you know, some drought conditions out here. 
So I just love how this little piece of news just came out in this little rag that I happen to pick up every week that absolutely <laughs> verified that we are manipulating the weather in a technological form mm-hmm. right here in America after anyone who suggested it was called an absolute loon and crazy. And then it comes out that not only are they doing it now, but they've been doing it for a long time to create mm-hmm. more tourist dollars. So I just and wanted to throw that into the splash that into the conversation. I just had a flashback too, Dan, if we would go back to that episode, Conspiracy and Control. The reason you looked into chemtrails is you thought it was the craziest conspiracy theory yeah, that you could find. Yeah, that's true. It was right? a, as a joke, I looked into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was. A, I you, remember you, you. I remember you texting me about that years ago, Dan. Like, <laughs> what is this shit? Chemtrails shit. <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, it sounded like nonsense, but here we are, and suddenly it's you were you were trying to talk me into it. I was like, oh come on, this is just fucking nonsense. <laughs> nope. You were right. So we're, so we're, yeah. Uh, Look, man, the thing is, we have to admit when we're wrong as well. Absolutely. Right. And this is, this is, and I've gotten plenty wrong. Absolutely. Me too. I don't listen to us, right? We have got no idea what we're talking (laughs) about. Okay. Nobody's, nobody's batting a thousand here. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Oh, and I thought about, you know, just for the new listeners, because I think this might generate some stuff, I would say, but for the new listeners, we had not, we hold no responsibility where you end up in the rabbit hole if you choose to look into any of the things we talked about because look you know we're just we're just three brothers that met in the rabbit hole we're 10 miles deep we lost our torch we don't know where we are right so you know <laughs> we, we can't help you don't look to us just for a assistance. bunch of average dudes trying to make sense of this shit right yeah, yeah 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 so what did you want to talk about climate chris oh i just um wanted to frame it because like i'll admit i haven't I'm not a scientist. I haven't studied any of the climate science. It's never been a topic that's really interested me outside of the whole sort of control aspect of it. Um, But I just wanted to say that from all the years I've done studying the the pharmaceutical stuff and the vaccine stuff, you can just, some of these topics, you don't even need to have a deep knowledge of the subject itself. You can analyze the language that's used in the discussion. Yeah. And usually figure out exactly what's going on. So yeah. if you compare the vaccine discussion to the climate change discussion, when you start hearing terms like settled science or scientific consensus, yeah. things side. like that. Yep. And you have these same academic institutions that essentially, I mean, science is so far corrupted. Um, you actually, I mean, any sort of scientific uh, consensus that's formed in this, at least in this country, is usually done so because the academic institutions are are so controlled by grant money and research oh, money. Paid if, for, you, paid for. if you yeah, if you don't produce results that that are friendly to the government and that these funding sources approve of, you are simply not going to be a practicing scientist. So I think a lot of times in this, what, what gets lost is that you can just study the lexicon essentially mm-hmm. understand when and why these terms are used and they're great clues to help you kind of navigate your way through some of these issues that mm-hmm. that might seem controversial there might seem to be some sort of consensus but most of this consensus is artificial yeah it is i mean it's i mean it's bought and paid for i mean in the the, the, the simple one you go back to conspiracy and control the sugar industry paid millions of dollars to say that fat was killing us right 
where it's the right. sugar that's killing us, right? I mean, that's all bad. Just, Cholesterol's bad. All yeah. these, everything we've been taught about nutrition is 100 percent wrong. Yeah, it's it's the opposite. Is true, right? Well, yep. you, especially as men, we need to eat more fatty meat. We need to butter's not a bad for us. You know what I mean? Like all that stuff. It's yep. actually it's actually the opposite is true, and it is so many. The opposite is true. Well, I think the deeper you go down that rabbit hole, you know, I had this discussion with my wife yesterday and she just looked at me like I had grown a second head, um, you know, talking about like the American Cancer Society. Um, why is there no cure for cancer? You know, we've seen reports that there have been many, many cures for cancer. But what happens when cancer is cured? What happens to the trillion dollar the, industry goes down under that goes down? That's bye. Yeah. yeah. And what happens to these so-called charities? They disappear. Along with it go their seven-figure salaries for their CEOs. Mm -hmm. So, you know, th this is just like once you go down this rabbit hole, you realize that all of these institutions have been created and they none of them serve the purpose that we are brainwashed into thinking they do, mm -hmm. right? You know, American cancer, it's like nobody, they're spreading cancer awareness. Who the fuck's not aware of cancer? You know, like the just the whole, like, proposition of the reason for their existence is it is nonsensical you know mm -hmm. so th these these organizations essentially exist to promote the illnesses that they're purportedly against and, mm -hmm. and you know it, it feels like that every institution that 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 we have we have erected in society have this sort of duality to them where it seems charitable it seems like they're altruistic and in retrospect you know it's well they're not the mate. they're not I, mean, I, I will never give another dollar to the red cross i'll never give another dollar to the salvation army you know like no way no yeah. way right why no. would you i mean um, most of that money gets funneled back into absolutely. salaries and, yeah you know, absolutely yep you're yep. just throwing your money away yeah yeah, yeah. they don't they, and and especially of late they haven't given it back to the people like i mean you know, the, remember the bushfires before covid right there's still people in the blue mountains in australia living in tents man Right? Oh Jesus! It's 2023, dude. That was three years ago, right? Like exactly three years ago. There's still people living in tents, right? They, the money has not got to them. Um, but again, that no sounds one wants exactly to talk about like it, right? our, our response to Hurricane Katrina in New yeah. Orleans, where yeah, yeah. people were essentially living in, you know, mobile homes for years afterwards. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Well, we got oh, Ukraine to pay more. Don't forget. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Ukraine's oh, well, a lot of money, you know, man. It's a lot of money. Our money. Our money's all tied up at the moment. Well, before we get to, I want to, I want to end this on a bit of a weird thing, but money's the next one. I mean, because it's like, we talk about all this stuff and it's okay. What is the motivating factor, right? What is motivating this global cabal to exercise this chaos and control on us? And, you know, the, the 3D human thing is, is we covered our gold, right? Is money. Um, and we've created, well, look, you know, <laughs> they did it down here too. Oh, we're, money's getting short. We'll, we'll print more money. That'll help. Of course. And now inflation's gone up, right? Because, you know, you can't just print money. Um, and like, like we said before, you know, we are, we're just three middle, middle class average dudes trying to, trying to navigate the chaos. You know, we're fathers, we're husbands. You know what I mean? Like it's like, and it's, it's getting difficult getting difficult due to the financial pressures that are being put on us and let's be very very clear about those financial pressures there is absolutely no reason for that to happen right? all the biggest global corporations are making untold profits right so i think the the commonwealth bank is one of the main australian banks down here 
and they just had a record for they made five and a half billion dollars, right? Um, and just to to people are struggling, man. There's been some more. There's been some crime go up around where I'm living, right? We're starting to see the phrase at the seams, right? Because, mm. like I said before, what are people going to do when they're hungry, all right? Um, or you continue to take their money. Uh, the human, the human will descend to its base level operating systems faster than I think we or they understand. So I know, Chris, money was yours, mate. So I give you the floor. Where did you want to go with it? And I know, look, I mean, again, we keep, we, we keep referencing that podcast, but Conspiracy and Control, we talked about the Templars. We talked about the fact that money's yeah. been old. Um, so we don't have to do that. But I mean, the, the modern incarnation where they're basically pricing us out of our homes to create a digital currency, I suppose. I don't know. I mean, that's... Well, I think that's the next step. You know, I think that's where kind of all of these things have been funneling us towards. I think that's also going to, just as a necessity, include some sort of universal basic basic income. Um, because, like you said, once people get hungry, um, they start to misbehave. And I think that that is probably some sort of, you know, mass civil disobedience is, I mean, well, while that could certainly serve to help further some of the elites, I think goals, you don't want the people to rebel against the control structures. So yeah. I think keeping people pacified with a certain baseline level of income, especially as things get automated and we see artificial intelligence starts to take over various roles in society and in the workforce, that you're going to have to placate people somehow. And so well, here's, I think I mean, that that's inevitable. We're seeing unemployment go up. Um I know Biden just said he created the most jobs ever, but we're yeah, seeing... we're, we're kind of experiencing the opposite of that in America right now. We're actually it's it's pretty, but they're they've a lot of the people that um, uh, I forget how it works, Chris. You can remind me. There's about the unemployment numbers. Uh, there's a lot of people that oh, just fall off. They stop counting after you stop looking for work. Basically, that's right. So, that's right. So there's a lot know, of people. On back in, you know. If you're not using so they the constantly change how they. They, they constantly change how they track these metrics to make them look more favorable for whatever administration's in power. But if the um, policy stuff keeps going on, people can't be paid as well. That's the other problem, right? That's that's true. So here, I don't remember what the what the deadline is, like the, the timeline is, but after you have stopped looking for work for a certain amount of time, be it three or six months, you are just not even counted in the official unemployment figure. So when they say we have record, you know, record low unemployment, that's a meaningless statistic. You, you have to look at the workforce participation rate, which I think tells a more accurate tale. Um, plus, many of the jobs that are being created here are part-time. They don't offer health benefits. You know, they're freelance. Sure, you're seeing industry, a lot of like, gig, yeah. gig economy jobs being yeah. created and stuff. Mm. So, uh, you know, I can't, I don't put any stock in those figures. I mean, I can just relate what I see with my own eyes. And I know that since COVID, there have been actually a lot of jobs going filled, but they're largely service industry jobs, you know, a lot of fast food jobs, grocery store, uh, <laughs> cashiers and clerks and stuff where firms here are desperate for workers to the point mm -hmm. where they're offering um, bonuses and stuff. But I think that can tie largely into the number of excess deaths we're seeing. I was as just well, going to say, I was just going to say, people are fucking dying. What so if, what if everybody's experiencing? Dead? So what we're experiencing is not inflation. We're experiencing stagflation. So, 
what's happening is you're seeing the monetary base expand while our um, the economy itself is actually deflating. Um, so it's kind of a double whammy on people where, you know, we're seeing actual negative growth in the economy while everything is getting more expensive and, yeah. and nominal it's same, terms. Yeah. It's the same here. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. And, and like we say, it's, it, there's, there's not like a real good reason for it. Most of these corporations are making record profits while firing people. Um, that's yeah. what we're seeing down here. But eventually, um, I mean, when you, when you experience deflation, businesses are going to have to die. And I think yeah. what... When, you know, initial labels, you know, we were seeing labor shortages, we were seeing businesses, you know, they were cutting their, their operating hours and stuff mm -hmm. to compensate for the lack of workers. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's a natural phenomenon when your economy is deflating. You know, these businesses are going to try to struggle to survive and then they're going to fail and they're going to go out of business. And I think that that's absolutely to be expected. And we're going to see and a lot coming of that. And coming off the back of COVID where, you know, look, boys, I know of about 10 multi-generational family businesses that folded during COVID because they just, they were on a knife's edge anyway. Yeah. And of, and of those 10 businesses, six men and a man and wife killed themselves over it. Mm. Oh, Jesus. No That's joke. Terrible. No joke, Jesus. right? Yeah. One was, well, a Romeo and Juliet. One, was, one was a Romeo and Juliet and then the other one were um, uh, the, the men who owned the businesses. They just lost everything. And, well, anecdotally here, just over the last couple of weeks, uh, you know, I work in the advertising industry. I've seen um, half a dozen people get laid off from separate agencies. And usually when the ad agencies start cutting, that is a sign that there is a very major economic dislocation coming. They're, mm -hmm. they're usually the first to react because their budgets are getting slashed. That's right. Um, yeah. So the extras we're gonna, the, yeah. things, are, things are just getting started. Like this, this economic downturn is just getting started. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're not even uh, seeing. I know this, Dan yeah. and I, you and I, were texting about, you know, financial markets and stuff um, mm -hmm. just this week. Where, you know, I think we're going to see a melt up in everything before everything breaks. It's mm -hmm. kind of my feeling right now. We're going to see crypto. We're going to see the stock market. We're going to see everything moon over the next, I don't know, six months to a year to two years before the big deflationary bust really happens mm. is my guess because we mean that the, the, the one the sorry Dan, I'll, I'll, the, the consistent um oh, no. the consistent thing that has been through all the groups over the covid and all the rest of the stuff that goes with that is that they're trying to collapse the fiat currency um and you would say that's going to happen i mean is this uptick in pricing just a big money grab to try and cushion the fall for these global corporations i don't know you know yes well i think it was a consequence of um all the money that was shelled out for covid i mean basically you know small businesses were left to die mm. while every large business and industry on the planet okay. got massive bailouts yeah. so essentially what you're looking at is you know a, a controlled um planned it's a planned economy essentially mm. where they are supporting big box businesses and big retailers things like the airlines um, while letting everyone else die. And so they're they're basically what what COVID was was a massive consolidation essentially mm. of economic interests and of corporations where mm. you know they're collecting money to stay in business. They're well there was that side to it too that it was actually perpetrated for that because two thousand they never fixed oh, two thousand and eight. But there was a 100%. side to, there was a side to COVID that allowed them to move a lot of money around. Um 
therefore cushioning the blow of everything that's going on. And now they're trying to claw that money back. Well, and a lot of those businesses benefited, you know, I mean, you saw like here, like a lot of the big box, big box retailers, I know Amazon, Costco, um, a lot of those companies that, that, that had the money and they had the infrastructure to adapt and to move their business more online. You know, that was a huge opportunity for them. And they saw their, their bottom lines actually increase even without all of the, the COVID money going their way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that that was absolutely an engineered aspect of that whole COVID crash that is, it's not accidental. Yeah. I think the bottom line boys is, and I'll let Dan have his sakes. He's chomping again. However, um, the, got to keep cash alive you know what i mean we've got to make sure that we trade and make sure that we barter and you know if you've got tradable goods i'd hang on to them um because there might be a time when you need to trade something for something else um agreed because agreed. it's it's not going away you know, and, and and grow a garden <laughs> grow a garden at the back yeah, grow, grow some veggies out the back um as best you can <laughs> i think uh what did you want to say because hey, i, I want to Look, we're 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 beginning to hit the two hour mark, boys. I know it's late over where you are, and I want to finish with something weird. So, the the other side to this, maybe, uh, where did you want to end with the money stuff? Because I know that's a that's a friend of yours, Dan. You got you got a lot there. Yeah. No. Well, you know, so I I've really I really feel passionately that I'm, I'm I feel pretty confident about. I see the next wave of kind of shenanigans coming here, and you know, when you look back at the history of America, and I would encourage anyone to go out and kind of research this for themselves and you want to understand how the central bank came to be in america because central banks you know they were they were ruling europe uh, long before uh, america started and so when america started up one of the things that the founders did which i thought was interesting was they were actually very anti-central bank um, and they fought it pretty hard so when you go back and look there's actually uh, lots of interesting fights that happened in america politically to keep the central bank down. And there was two 20 year periods. So the first bank lasted 20 years. And then the Jeffersonians came out against it because what they said was that they felt a central bank system uh, only did one thing and it served the purpose of the large corporation. Hmm. And so they fought it, you know, tooth and claw. Um, But there was a 20 year stint on the first bank. And then you had the second bank uh, that actually Andrew Jackson declared war on. Um, and he was able to shut that one down. So there was this war going on in America over the central bank between, I think, the people that believed in the integrity of the process and the ones that knew that it, once you give into the central bank, you're done. Mm. And so it took Rockefeller creating the, the bank run of 1912 um, to finally institute the Federal Reserve. Yeah. So I think what a the good only name reason... that is too for to trick yeah, every single yeah. person. You know. Oh, I mean? absolutely, yeah. You know, but that it took a long time for them to get that through because the the persistence of knowing that they needed that central bank in place, the powers that be, uh, were able to do that over time, and they'd never give up, and they're always working in this direction. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because we're seeing the same thing once again, and this is in CBDC. So everybody's got to know this, and. I'm not talking about some rock band. What I mean is central bank digital currency. So so we just saw a really interesting thing happen where Nigeria's central bank, uh, which is, you know, funded by, uh, you know, world powers, IMF bank, things like that, um, you know, suddenly decided that they were going to create a central bank digital currency. And in doing that, they 
they really thought that because this has been so wildly popular, like, you know, there's so many countries, if you look through Norway, England, France, all these different countries are really going cashless, same here in America. So, you know, cash is disappearing every day. But these, you know, this is of, of a choice, right? This is a people and the convenience of their life, and they'd rather swipe a card than carry around cash. That's mm -hmm. fine. But what happened in Nigeria was you had the bank create this central bank digital currency that they thought would be wildly popular, but the people themselves hated it. They, they didn't trust it. They didn't like it. They wanted to keep using their legal tender that they've always used. And so a uh, Nigerian uh, central bank decided, well, you know, this isn't working the way we thought. So we're just going to go ahead and make all the tender uh, non-legal. And if you can go, you can go look and, and read some of these stories, there's full-blown riots happening in front of the central bank in Nigeria. So, yeah. Translation, they canceled yeah. all cash overnight. Correct. Yeah. And, and people, they rioted over this. I mean, and they got, again, very little coverage. You could only find these stories on Twitter. Um so this is this is the testing ground, right? So this is when we're talking about they. This is the perfect yeah, example. Of and they what push they those small do. countries, yeah, the small communities, the yep. small countries to use test yep. beds, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like you would yeah, want to test like something like in East Palestine for you know a digital ID, they're testing this central bank digital currency in Nigeria, and they forced it upon people. So. You know, the Federal Reserve, if you just Google CBDC, you'll find article after article from every mainstream publication you can imagine, all talking about how the Federal Reserve is looking into this. And we all know that they're moving towards it, even though they say mm -hmm. they don't know. So this is the next big fight that we have because the central bank is bad enough. The fiat economy is bad enough. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to throw it into a digital sphere. There's uh, there's no protection for anyone once this happens. Um, you know, social credit scores and the situation like the the, the shutting down of PayPal yeah. with the truckers in Canada. Um, you know, this is this is all going to be very real very quickly. So mm -hmm. people need to keep their eye on this and be smart because uh, I really feel passionately that this is the next big psyop that's going to happen on us to get mm -hmm. this next big piece done. Because once all all currency is digital through all central banks everything's gone there's no it doesn't matter what the what the economists say or what the theories are or what the mathematics does mm -hmm. there's 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 it's unlimited it becomes unlimited the power that they have becomes unlimited mm -hmm. and it's really you know, interesting you, you should you please should say no, that because um I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Catherine austin fitz um she's a former undersecretary of the housing and urban development i don't know she was one of uh, michael rupert's buddies back in the day but she's gone down the yeah. rabbit hole and, and fought the, you know, the U.S. government on many levels for for many years, and she's echoed exactly what you just said that if mm -hmm. this CBDC thing comes to fruition, that's the end game. It's mm -hmm. over. Mm -hmm. That that yeah. human freedom on this planet is done because mm -hmm. they have complete and absolute control over everything. They can control. They can put a timer on your money and force mm -hmm. you to spend it. They can determine what you can buy and what you can't buy. They can shut mm -hmm. down your bank account for posting something on Twitter they don't like. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is literally which they did, which they did in Canada. Let's to be honest, which they, they did, did. Yeah, in Canada. Yeah. yeah, they did. And I want to add that there was also a, a digital um, a CBDC experiment rolled out in India not that long ago as well. Mm -hmm. That um, mm -hmm. Mr. Our favorite uh, philanthropist, Mr. Bill Gates, had uh, a large. Uh, portion of the technology uh, behind that he was essentially yeah. funding. So and also, let's not pretend not, that the vaccine passports were also part of the initial uh, test oh, bit of that that's, system. 
it's yeah. all connected. It's all going to be part of this sort of yeah. pharmaceutical security state where, mm-hmm. you know, if you look at what's happened in China, I mean, they're living it already. Mm-hmm. Whereas like they're literally required to have a positive, a negative COVID test before they can leave their apartments, mm-hmm. you know? So you have lines of, of these poor Chinese citizens, you know, desperate to, to, to test negative so they can go about their lives and go to mm-hmm. the goddamn grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the future if we don't stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And UBI, and UBI, UBI is going to do it. No, this you're shit, right. This shit is real. This shit is real as a fucking heart attack. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's, yeah. Well, no, heart attacks aren't real either. I don't know. It's as real as climate. No, I just. That's just true. Nothing. What is real? I think we can't. It's as real as a weather balloon. Let's let's go there. But to just to remind everyone what you said earlier, Chris, which was universal basic income is how they're going to sell us on this. They're going to create that. Well, they're going to bankrupt everyone. Yeah. They're going to fucking crater every fucking market. They're going to crater crypto. Mm-hmm. They're going to destroy all of it. And because they want, they need dependence. Mm. It's the only way. Well, I mean, this is the, you know, with the interest rates going up, you know, it's like, and the thing is like very lucky where I am. We, we paid not a lot for the property that we, that we bought and we were okay. Right. We did it. We, we were very lucky, but there's people down under that have got million dollar mortgages and stuff like that. I mean, you're finding trying to find $2,500 a week before you eat food. You know what I mean? Um, just to keep the roof over your head. And no yeah. one's being paid the big money anymore. But it seems to be the sort of play there is like, yeah, you can't afford your house anymore? Oh, we, will, we feel really sorry about that. I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll buy two-thirds of your house back off you. We'll absolve you of your debt. We'll buy two-thirds of your house off you uh, with our digital currency. Right? So you'll be flush. You'll have money. Okay, But we own two-thirds of your house, so now you need to pay us rent and power and we control the power grid and we control the television and we control right and 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 well, look again that sounds incredibly orwellian it's happening quickly but it's happening but, hap- but if you look around that's what's happening to everything we're moving mm-hmm. to societally we're moving to a subscription service mm-hmm. uh, economic model mm-hmm. you know it's happening across you know everything mm-hmm. software transportation you know, eventually, I mean, that's when they say, you know, you're going to own nothing and you'll be happy. Yeah. You're literally no, no, going to own nothing. Class didn't, class didn't say that. Man. They didn't they, say they, that. They, yeah, they didn't say that. That's a lie, man. No, I'm really, really good at spreading disinformation. That's so much disinformation. <laughs> he didn't say that. It's not, it's not on like the front page of his book or something. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Look, boys, I want to, I want to finish on something a little bit um, different because the power, the control, the money, all the stuff we talked about, yeah? But then I tuned into the Grammys, and I tuned into uh, the Super Bowl, <laughs> and I this tuned This is Dan's into, wheelhouse here. <laughs> I tuned into a few things. Now, I consider myself, I've been studying religion, spirituality, and all these sorts of things for many, many, many years. And what I witnessed at all these major public events was nothing short of a satanic ceremony. Um, And the symbology was there in full flight, in full form. Um, And the new color is red. We dress up like blood clots, right? I mean, less said about Sam Smith, the better, but it, what, I mean, there's a whole, and you want to go back to the UAP. Let's go back to the beginning, right? The UAP, the UFO phenomena. There is a big, there's two camps, as there always is, right? I don't sit in either of them. 
However, there's the nuts and bolts, UFO, UAP stuff. And then there is, is the paranormal, the supernatural, the UFO, the UAP, is it a D or the above scenario, right? Is there, because it's hard. I mean, as humans, we have basic instincts, right? And, you know, we are all soldiers of light, okay? What are, are you a starseed soldier of the motherfucking apocalypse, right? Yeah, we are. That's who we are, right? Um, but there is darkness, man. There is darkness around and it's, it's that instinctual darkness that we would call evil or whatever you want to label it. Right. Um, I mean, what is the, is, is there an occult side to this? I mean, you know, no one talks about the children, man. You know, that's one thing we haven't spoken about. Oh, the big thing that happened during the UFO week was Epstein's list was supposed to drop as well. Wasn't it? Never did. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We've been hearing that for fucking years. Yeah. He didn't kill himself. Now, this is more Dan's. Like I said, this is more Dan's wheelhouse than than mine. So I'm I'm interested to hear thought his thoughts on this first before I wait. <laughs> well, I've got thoughts too, but I thought I'd hand because we will finish on a bit of occult, esoteric stuff. Because unfortunately, if you look into this global cabal, these world elites, all these sorts of things, there is any all of this stuff is continually wound through it. Right? I mean, what if we what if we assume that one percent is true, like we do around here at the UTC? Okay. Mm-hmm. Like we know that these secret societies exist. We know that they perform rituals to a big giant owl in the middle of the forest. We know, you know what I mean? Like there's a period, some things that we know and understand that are to be true. What if 1% of the the stuff that sits outside of that is true? You know, you Mm. you want to talk about Alistair Crowley in the 50s and L. Ron Hubbard and his mates basically trying to manifest a portal to Joshua Tree. Mm -hmm. Um, You know what I mean? There's, there's, and there does seem to be darkness, right? And it's it's almost metaphysical, and it's hard to deny that, right? And I think you see it sometimes in 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 people these days. It's like you just look dark, man. Like there's, yeah, you know, um, it's crazy. Like you you look at yeah, at most a lot of politicians, there's darkness, man. You know what I mean? Um, so where do you want to go, Dan? <laughs> to finish mate. i don't mean to put i don't mean to put that pressure dan i can i can i, have I love it are you, you kidding me yeah, yeah no right, i have right, right. thoughts as well no but i know, you know better I, than that again i think you know <laughs> this is a great wind you up here yeah no please uh no th- this is a great example i think where i think i'm gonna have to make an argument here but you know triffin and unlocking the code i think are, are again frontline soldiers on this one because as we're looking at these ancient civilizations and trying to understand you know, what happened, what, what we all have to understand and agree upon is that nobody wants to admit that these things weren't built by the people we think they were. And so we're trying to figure this out and, and, and kind of track it down to, okay, what civilization was this um, that actually created these things? And what we do know for sure is that it's being hidden. This is all being, you know, that's why these scientists, when, you know, when Graham comes out and he comes up with these fantastic theories that have lots of evidence, he gets shat on is because they don't, they don't want us to remember that there was once a, a very high society. Mm-hmm. I think, and I really believe this. And I think that capable of, the capable powers... of things that we don't understand either. Yes. We're a society yes. with amnesia, I think is what he said in the special, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And but so that's, that's think... special was white supremacy. I don't want to fuck. Yeah, oh, that. yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. We can't talk about that one either. <laughs> well, wait, but I mean, if we're supporting Ukraine, that's... 
clearly we're white supremacists. No, those yeah. are, those white supremacists are okay, Chris. You got to yeah, get it okay. okay. Those those right. Nazis are okay, man. They're okay. Don't worry about that. I anyway. can't keep. But so, so let's say that you know these ancient civilizations have been this information that there were a greater civilization beforehand appears to me to be something that is being deliberately hidden. Absolutely. So who hid it? And then it makes sense to think that if you look at the history of these mystery schools that have turned into these fraternities, and we've talked about a trip from the Knights Templar to the Freemasons, um, and Freemasonry is alive and well, uh, or I mean, uh, Knights Templarism is alive and well in Freemasonry because it's actually a degree of the York uh, uh, Masons. So Absolutely. it's yeah, when yeah. you achieve the level of Knights Templar, it's the highest level you can achieve in, mm -hmm. in York Freemasonry. So, you know, there's been a lot of splinter groups and there's, you know, that we could talk about this for days, but there's no doubt to me that the power has remained powerful by hiding this information and then mm -hmm. giving it out in small little tastes and bites to smart people um, to be their foot soldiers and go out and fulfill their agendas. And, you know, I think this goes all the way back into the banking and all the different aspects, but Triff, I think you're dead on, man. I think that once we can, it, it, once we know everything, I think it's going to become pretty clear that these, these occult societies and these underground fraternities um, are the grounds in which, you know, this, this power has been held because mm -hmm. they know what we used to be. They're keeping it from us. Mm -hmm. And then they're using that power to, um, to essentially lead in all these directions that we're talking about all these little pieces. in, so I, I yeah. absolutely believe that when it all is said and done, that's, that's where we, that's where we're kind of ending up. So hopefully people can kind of wake up to that. I mean, and just to add uh, some fuel to that. So uh, Dan actually brought this to my attention that the Bendel motor discussion on the JRE with Randall Carlson and, and the guys behind the Bendel motor is yeah. being delayed. Um, now, with no explanation. With really. no real explanation. No, I will think was it the explanation was due to the due to the sensitivities that it might create. That's what Randall said. Can you guys said, go yeah. into a little greater detail? I'm not familiar with that topic. So the Bendel motor essentially is a motor that's harnessing the elements around us. Okay. It's being sold as access to some of the ancient technology that we once had. It's being sold as something oh. that can be attached to an internal combustion engine. Um, oh. and basically make an internal combustion engine three or four times as efficient. There's not a lot being said about it. I've, I've listened and read a lot about it, and it's some high-level stuff. Um, however, if it's real, renewable energy, oil, everything, fossil fuels, doesn't matter anymore, right, if it's real. And supposedly it is real. Supposedly, the, I mean, I've seen videos of what is supposedly a working example of it. Um, Randall believed it. Randall believed it was real. Yeah. And look, the only wow. reason I believe it's real is that Randall's on it. Randall's not mm -hmm. going to say he's seen it. But see, Randall is also a student of sacred geometry, okay? I mean, as Dan's saying, these things, this... We're starting to talk about magic with a K, basically, is what we're doing mm -hmm. when we're talking about this stuff, right? Um, and you know, and I know that's a loaded term too, but if you gave a smartphone to someone from, you know, 1900, they would call that magic as well. You probably better the state. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and it is a drip feed of advancement of technology, but basically the Bendor motor is, it's an Aussie guy actually, 
an Aussie guy that I, it's a weird thing, but he was in mining oil and gas for a long time. I think I've know him. I think I've had an interaction with him in the field um, huh. years and years and years and years and years ago. It's weird. Cause I heard his voice and I'm like, I know that voice. I know that voice. And it was like an echo from a long, long time ago. Um, wow. So anyway, Malcolm, Malcolm, I can't remember his name, but anyway, Bendel, 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 yeah, yeah. Bendel, yeah, because the Bendel motor, yeah, Malcolm Bendel, uh, Randall, and uh, it's using sacred geometry, uh, harnessing the vibration of the elements and the energy surrounding us. So think Nikola Tesla, think um, all these alternative energy sources. That's the other thing too. I mean, that has exploded on the internet. Where, and look, I'm I'm trying to acquire the resources, and if I can make it work, I'll let you boys know. But apparently, we you can make a self-generating motor. Like I could run the power off a, st at a studio through magnets and copper. And as long as I wire it correctly, it should have given me enough power to run the studio without being plugged into the mains. You talk about this basic elemental technology that has been suppressed, but it's been suppressed through this dark ritual, right? And and, and I wonder, um, you know, again, Alistair Crowley, just again, go and watch the Grammys or, you know what I mean? Like that is a satanic ritual you're witnessing. Um, for anyone that knows what the symbology is, that's exactly what they're doing uh, in our faces, right? And I think, again, we go back to the WEF, you know, Klaus dressing up like a dark wizard. <laughs> like he literally did that. Uh, it all is all intertwined, right? What if it's all the same, boys? Okay, what if it's all the same? And there is a suppression. But this Bendor motor is, um, in theory, will tip everything on its head. Uh and they've done it. The reason they're bringing it out now is they've done all the back work. They've got all the patents. They've done actually, they've they've behind the scenes been working at it for years and years and years and got all the legal patents. They've actually done all the, the, the paperwork that is needed in the modern age. Um, and yeah, obviously it's not just automatically free energy. There's a production process and there's all these things. Like it's not a, no, there's no free lunches, obviously. However, I think it's the version of technology that's been utilized. I mean, again, go back to the UAP thing, UFO thing. The initial reports were they shot down two cylindrical Tic Tacs and an octagonal something or other, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, all those things to me scream anti-gravity technology of some kind. Um, Perhaps is, testing in tech? Yeah, some corporation exactly. that exactly. they don't want testing that tech? Exactly. I mean, that's a Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, right? I mean, it's it's quite clear that there is tech that we are not seeing. Um, but what if the UFO UAP stuff is paranormal at the same time, right? I mean, there's stuff out of the Skinwalker Ranch. Um, one of my favorite stories is there's these two guys with scopes scanning a area. One guy's got an infrared scope. One guy's got a, uh, just a normal scope and it's the nighttime and they're scanning, they're scanning, they're scanning. The guy with the infrared scope, He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can you see that? Can you see that? Through that light spectrum, a portal opens up and some thing steps through the portal and goes running across the paddock, right? Through the 3D human visible light spectrum, we couldn't see it, right? Um, and I wonder, like you say, it's it's deliberate. The, 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 our past is being hidden from us. The answers to our past are being hidden from us. And I, I appreciate the kind words for unlocking the code. I mean, we, we are trying to unlock that code. And I think, look, the triptych and symbolic architecture, there's a big thing in there. That's going to be a big focus for this year. Uh, I'm going to go back 
and into that research i've got i want to there's some pretty massive cathedrals here in queensland that i want to go and have a look at from sort of symbology point of view um because they're hiding it that we they're hiding that we are god right if they keep us in fear and control right if they keep us in a low vibration and again we need to step outside and, and understand that vibration energy uh all these things are real okay elemental energy right um you know, cue, cue Star Wars when he's like, is the force real? Yes, the force is real. Everything's real. The whole deal. It's, it's, it, we need to understand this. Okay. I mean, don't forget too. Yeah, sure. I've got a, uh, you know, crystal quartz generator around my neck, but the thing that's allowing us to communicate right now, boys, is quartz. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's part of the receiving technology through the liquid crystal display that we're all looking at. Okay. This stuff is not, again, like everything we've talked about today. You don't have to dig too far. Now, I don't want to go full conspiracy theory as far as the the devil worshipping stuff, but it's not. What if 1% of all that stuff is true, right? And right. it does seem to be that these people in power are of that um, persuasion, I suppose, is what you could say. You know, and I think, yeah. you know, we just need to be aware of that, that the, there is there is symbolism and occultism and all this sort of stuff is around. Um, but as far as the tech is concerned, yeah. The Bendel motor will change. Look, the fact that the JRE has, and I'll say it here on episode 200, the fact that JRE has now postponed their episode, me and Grub, talking about Grub, actually, we've been going back and forth. We'll do our own episode on the Bendel motor. Um, it's Good, pretty- man, because that 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 whole maneuver, it was really strange because I was listening to the JR episode that you know Randall and Graham were on, and Randall just brought up this plasmoid uh, technology. Plas- plasmoid generator is what it's called, yeah. Yeah. And, and Joe was like, wait, you what? tell me more, you know? And he's like, I'll come back and do it. And Joe's like, yeah, absolutely. Come back. And then I was watching Randall following him on Twitter and like mm. kind of seeing how he was going to the JRE to do the episode. Yeah, it was and, it they, he did like a, he did like a road trip analysis going there. Yeah. Yeah. And really interesting that, you know, again, this thing has just been suppressed and, and weirdly enough, Joe hasn't come out and said anything about it, which I thought was interesting too, you know? So it's very, uh, very curious as to what might have happened there. It's an interesting one because, I mean, and like I sort of said in the message on the thing, it's like Joe has the biggest platform on the planet and he's just Joe Rogan. I mean, he does as much as he's, oh, I'm just, you know, I'll just do it. He, he would have to have some measure of, I mean, let's pretend for a second that it is what it is, right? In three and a half hours, Joe was shown a presentation that literally flips the world energy on its head, right? And he has the ability to get that out to how many hundreds of millions of people? Um, some consideration probably needs to be taken. Uh, a major threat to existing power structures. Exactly. This is the whole point. Yeah. Is, is, but here, here's here's the truth teller podcast, right? If you asked everybody, like, who's the you know, here's the guy who's supposed to be the truth teller, mm. and it's it's just so curious to me that I I just can't wrap my head around why he wouldn't allow us to hear this podcast and make our own decision. That's yeah. what, you know, here's the guy who's, that's his big message, right? Mm-hmm. So to to hold this information back and not not give it to us and allow us to formulate our own opinions goes against wow. most of what he says. Yeah. But again, the- you know, he is on Spotify and I'm sure that they're being leaned on very, very heavily. You know, mm-hmm. there's, yeah, you know he is no longer an independent podcaster. He did sell his independence to to make that hundred million dollars. So mm, that's true. 
Yeah, and he, I mean, and he doesn't mention that anymore. Just at the start, was oh no, Spotify. We don't hear from Spotify. We don't hear from Spotify. Hasn't said yeah. that in a while either. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm under. It's it's fascinating times, boys. It's interesting times. Uh, I don't. Final thoughts. Hey, eh? we're over two hours. I know it's late with you boys. Are. Thank you very, very much for your time. Um, I think we gave Dan the first thought. So, Chris, you're first on the last thought of the day. Yeah, I just wanted to weigh in a little bit on the occult thing. Again, it's not my real wheelhouse, but the symbolism is is there. It's undeniable. Once you see it, you can't really unsee it. You start seeing it in all of these large public displays, you know, the Olympics, the Super Bowl, the Grammys, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm less, I mean, I know Dan. Dan's the history buff. I'm more compelled to approach it from a more psychological point of view where um, you have, again, if we accept the premise that there is a control structure in this world and that they are blackmailing everyone under the sun who wants to have influence that, would naturally probably fall to our entertainers as well. And so mm. it would not surprise me if there are, you know, there's a secret cabal of, of, uh, or secret rituals that you, you have to demonstrate your fealty to this control structure yeah. in order to be allowed to be successful. And that just like any other, you know, it, it has all of the hallmarks of a traditional cult, right? Where yeah. you have well, that's bizarre the thing. behavior. I mean... Maybe, maybe from a psychological point of view, Chris, the the rituals are performed and filmed. I would say. So then, when you get into your position of power that you were promised by the cabal, they go, "Remember, we've got you taped doing whatever it is that they do." You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely, and that's how you keep people in line, and that's how you you have all these actors coming out and pushing a vaccine. You have, mm-hmm. you know, they're 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 you know embracing Ukraine, and and there's no dissension among the ranks of and there are no um you know outsider sort of viewpoints or perspectives allowed and so i think that again it's much like we saw with the mass formation psychosis with covid where you know the more ridiculous these rituals are they're treated like religious sacraments in a sense and they're, they're religious rites and so by participating in these these people are showing their fealty to this power structure and it's more you know the more outrageous these things are the more affirmation that is that you belong to this this cult to this this elite group and so that you know i view them i don't think they're necessarily like taking this shit seriously and that they're like really worshiping satan or anything but again i'm not particularly religious in that respect so who the fuck knows um, but to me, People it just seems like a sort of psychological um, brainwashing and framework that these people have to sort of demonstrate fealty to in order mm. to maintain their positions of influence and power. Yeah. Um, and and, and the, I think the thing is, mate, it's, a, it's another one of those deal or the above. I think that's definitely part of it, right? I think that's definitely part of it. You must do this in order to prove that you, uh, you know, and it's that weird and crazy that, you know, it, it is it is a leveraged power base, um, right? But I but I you know, and I certainly wouldn't rule out a religious um, aspect of it too. Whereas you have these um, sort of occult elements that are, you know, any anytime you see this stuff, I, I, largely you see it in conjunction with efforts to sort of break down, um, you know, real spirituality or mm-hmm. family structure. Mm-hmm. So where you show a fealty to this sort of like occult mythology you're also symbolizing that you put that 
you elevate that above any traditional spiritual so beliefs. You could, all, where, you, you, you could put that term that I like that term to the gender stuff these days, right? That's almost like an occult mythology as well. Very, very much so. You know what I mean? And, I think and there's, you, you have to, you know, you declare your fealty or, or you're ostracized. It's this, mm-hmm. Again, it's this innate sense of humans desperately needing a tribe to belong to. And, you know, in this cre- increasingly in this world where we're more separated, we're not having these real authentic communi- human communications where that sort of that, that, that virtue signaling for that tribalism becomes even more important as everybody's just more desperate to find their tribe and someplace to belong, you know? Mm. That was a hell of a way to, is that, did you want that? If that was a good ending statement, man, because I think there's something I'm, definitely there. I'm you done. Happy? You happy? Dan, what about <laughs> Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, I would just want to point out one thing to kind of tack onto what Chris was saying, which was, you know, in this world of like Epstein blackmails and, you know, I mean, Rockefeller and, you know, conspiracy theories like the 13 bloodlines of the Illuminati and, and things like this, um, you know, it's hard to sometimes, you know, and these satanic rituals at these events, it's sometimes hard to, you know, to talk about these things without, you know, the ridicule sleep seeping in. But I want to point everybody to one thing. I think there's a good clue out there that a lot of people might not have noticed. And I'm going to, everybody knows Dave Chappelle and he's got a, he's got a comedy special called the bird's revelation. And in the bird's revelation, Chappelle tells a story that he's never told before. And what he does is he finally talks about what happened when he got the Chappelle show and then, or he got the offer and then he, he, he declined the offer and everyone says he went crazy and he ran off to South Africa. And I, I think if anybody knows that story, it's mm. real weird. And Chappelle's never talked, talked openly about what happened, why he went to South Africa, what, you know, what were this series of events that led to all of this, but in Bird's revelation, he addresses it but he does it in metaphor. And so he doesn't tell you exactly what happened to him. He just tells you a story, the listener. And so the story he tells is from a book by a pimp named Iceberg Slim. And so bear with me here, but, but what Iceberg tells that what this story is about is how essentially uh, Iceberg pulls a play. So he's got, um he's got a woman who had been tricking for him uh, for years and she's ready to get out and he's trying to figure out a way to keep her in. So what he does is he, he has her get involved with this deal that's going down. And then essentially during this deal, uh, she accidentally, uh, I don't remember the story exactly, but essentially what happens is she becomes convinced that she killed this guy accidentally in this transaction. So, you know, this, this hooker, is like, oh my God, I killed somebody. And then Iceberg runs, rushes in and he's like, ah, don't worry, I got you. No one's ever going to find out about this. You're all good. Like, you know, everything's going to be great. I got you. And then she ends up going on and, you know, you know, working for him for a lot more years when she was going to get out. And so I thought about this for a long time. Why did Chappelle tell this story? What was he trying to say to everybody? Unless perhaps he was at that hundred million deal, right? And he got offered it. And when you're doing those types of deals and in those types of clubs, it involves blackmail and it involves having things on people. And essentially the story that Chappelle told uh, kind of points to the fact that it sounds to me like he got put into a situation where it was time to play. And he was like, no, this is insane. This is crazy. And he fearing him for his life went crazy, quote unquote, and then disappeared to South Africa and then was able to, you know, later 
come back and then be Dave Chappelle again. Um, but I, I think, man, if we could find out what, what really happened to Dave, I think it would tell us a lot about what's going on in this world of celebrity and fraternity and, mm-hmm. and magic and occult. I really think there's something there, but something worth mentioning, I thought. Yeah, look, I think it's <clears throat> that's the story though, isn't it? You know what I mean? Do you mm-hmm. do you take the gold or do you sign the deal or do you not sign the deal? You know what I mean? Um, and and I think they make it hard not to take the deal. Of course they yeah. do. Everyone's got a price, man. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. got a price, man. My price. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, and let's let's uh, and I try to be kind, but there's no good-looking politicians, is there? Right? I mean, politics is the ugly person's Hollywood. You know what I mean? And you know, <laughs> the, these people have not had, you know, especially men. You could, it's easy to corrupt men. You let's be honest, right? <laughs> especially weak-minded men, you know, it's, it's not, that's not that difficult to, to bribe them with certain things. And I think maybe this honey, honey pot. Yeah, exactly. I think, I mean, I think this, as I say, it's actually pretty simple, right? I, I imagine, I imagine a lot of people fell a lot cheaply, more cheaply than they thought. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we're going to have to do this. Oh no, he rolled over for 10 grand. Don't worry about it. You know, like, <laughs> and this is, in order, and you say it comes back to what Chris said: to be part of the tribe, to be part of the club, mm-hmm. right? However, you know, we said enough triggering words in this podcast that someone's national security service is probably going to at least scan it. And to those that are listening, the club you're in is bad. Okay, it is not team human, right? It is not because you know, and I think this has been the play. You know, the, the we've had a you know, one of the longest podcasts we've done in a long time for 200. So thank you very much, boys. However, we've spoken. There's been a lot, right? I, I don't even know what we said. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it to remember what we said, right? <laughs> There's been a lot. And we, we tried to look at it logically. We tried to look at it uh, objectively as best we could. And all the stuff we talked about today is real. And that's the problem, right? It's real in some form. As I said before, do not listen to us. And we held no responsibility for where in the rabbit hole you end up. Uh, however, I think the thing is there's hope, right? There's hope in a number of different ways. There's hope that we're having this conversation. There, there's hope from how the general population is beginning to just laugh derisively at these power plays and structures. Um, and we've got to remember, yes, it's the, there's movement in chaos. However, we have to remember that love is the answer, right? And and that's that's probably where I'd like to finish on. Whilst we must be aware of the darkness, we must also be aware that we are the light in the darkness. And all we did today, we laughed our way through some terrible, terrible things today, boys. You know what I mean? However, we did. Um, and we just got to remember that we're all brothers and sisters on the same big blue ball hurtling through infinity. You know, I think, and that is the key. And we are the 99%. And we've forgotten that. And I think that's one of the keys here too, is that we are the 99%. If we could get over ourselves and see through the bullshit, right? And, you know, this for those that are listening, I actually put the old feeling is healing rainbow tie-dye shirt on for 200. And, you know, that's what this shirt says in, in purple stitching. Feeling is healing because it's true, right? It, unfortunately, you know, bullshit smells, yeah? And that's, that's, and everything smells at the moment. However, the truth has a ring to it. Okay. When you hear truth, it has a ring to it. 
and there's a few things that would have rung true for a lot of people here today. Um, unfortunately, the truth, though, boys, is it's harsh. It's spiky. No one wants to face it, right, because it's it's nasty. The truth about ourselves is nasty. The truth about the world isn't everything, right? And that's why we're so good at lying, because a lie can be anything you want it to be, right? Whereas whereas the truth is is normally harsh. And I think if we just sat, sat in the dark, be the light in that dark, sit in the shit for a little while and face some truths. If we all did that, you know, it could be a hippie pipe dream, but I mean, what's worth what, you know? Um, there could be some darkness between now and then, but we just got to hold the line, boys. And um, remember that love is the answer. Uh, and it trumps everything. No one, you know, uh, and that's it. And that, as I say, that's probably the corniest thing we've said today. Oh, yeah, love is it. It is. It actually is. It actually is. Um, and if we could remember that, we'd we'd find a way forward. Well, boys, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, what an epic journey. Uh, we still have too much to talk about, so we'll sit down and do this again <laughs> soon. Um, cool. I really appreciate your time. I appreciate your research and and the fact that you come on and and did this with me today. It's late where you boys are. Go and get some sleep. And uh, thank you to everybody who hung around to the end. That's it, guys. Cheers. It was an honor to be here for number 200, Triff. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Triff. Awesome, boys. Thank you. Just want to go again? Let's do it. Yeah. Go again. All right. I know you. Been here before. No surprises. Settle the score. I know the darkness deep inside. Reckless rage. Poison pride. I know the anger. I know the pain. through I know you I know you